Happy, happy, happy Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Guys, fasten your seatbelts. Hopefully, everybody's having a great Wednesday. This is day three of free agency, okay? Joshua B., you're back, my man. Um, this is going to be a great show for our oh, audience. Yeah. You know, shout out to the Vince Size NFL show, Size Podcast show. Um, you know, this is going to be a get your popcorn ready, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a great, it's going to be a great show. Yeah. Joshua B., what? What a what a Monday, what a Tuesday, what a Wednesday, Joshua V. How is your Wednesday going? And it's unbelievable yeah. to be quite honest yeah. with you. Oh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. it's 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 one of the best um, free agent periods that I can remember in terms oh, yeah. of like news coming out every single day. Um, we have to start with Aaron Rodgers going to the New York Jets. Something that we called here on the Vince. Yes, Sides we did. Podcast. Yes, we did. We said that there were a grand total of two quarterbacks that would make the Jets legitimate contenders in the AFC East. You got to believe that this move, um, assuming they make it, assuming that the Green Bay Packers don't hold up compensation. Right. um, You got to believe that this that this move instantly solidifies the Jets as serious contenders to the Bills. Yes. Yes. When a healthy. Yes. And yes. Um, And obviously they have the coach. They have the defense. Um, they might have lost Rakins to the Texans, which by the way, the Texans, they're making great moves. But no, but seriously, Josh, you're right. Uh, when healthy, the Jets, in my opinion, they could be, they could win the division or to, they're making the plans no matter what. The question is going to be, will they get the wild card? Will they win the division? I think they can get both, but my bet as of right now, they should get the wild card. I'll tell you one thing. It completely destroys everything about the Miami Dolphins. It does. Um, like, this move, assuming they can make it for, like, any kind of reasonable draft compensation, and in this yeah. case, you're looking at a Matthew Stafford-type move. You're looking at two first-round picks, and you're looking at two second-round picks. And honestly, I don't even think that the Jets should budge. I don't even think they should flinch. I don't know what their pick is this year. I think it's, like, the 17th pick. It's something yeah. like that. Yeah. It's that neighborhood. Um, I Like, honestly, you don't even flinch. You say, look, we're going to be good this year and next year, regardless of whatever else happens, right? You're making a two-year investment because that's the length of Aaron Rodgers' contract. Right. You have a you have a trio of Alan Lazard. You have a trio of Garrett Alan Lazard, um, Elijah Moore, and Garrett Wilson. You could make a case. I'm not sure I believe the case, but you can make a case that that's the three best receiver. That's the best receiving trio in the entire NFL, um, from top to bottom. Now, individually, right. I mean, there are a lot of people that you could put over Garrett Wilson. You could put Stephon Diggs. You could put Justin Jefferson. But when you line up all three across the line, it might be the very best wide trio of wide receivers. Um, certainly in the AFC, I think the 49ers might have something to say about it. Mm. But even they, even they will be looking at this going, oh, shit, this is a problem. Yeah. Uh, if they face the Jets in the playoffs, I agree with you. It makes them an instant contender. Um, like I said, I, I think that it really dampens what we see in Miami. Like it completely changes how I feel about the Miami offseason. And what's amazing about it is that yeah. like before today, I would have told you that the Miami Dolphins were going to be the we're going to be a wild card. Yeah. This yeah. Year. And now with they didn't even make the move, right? They're not the ones who even made the move. Yep. But now I feel, I definitively feel like they're the third bit, third best team. What about you? I agree. I agree. And you know, and and Miami Dolphins fan, we're not trying to hate. We're just trying to keep it as it is. Okay. Well, we that's that's Vince telling me that. Whoa, 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 
whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to make this clear. Vince is telling you that he's trying not to hate. He doesn't speak for me. I am trying to hate on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. But listen, I love it. No, Miami fans, I love your roster. I mean, my only my only question for you guys, can Tua stay healthy? I don't, th- I don't think so. But you know what? Knocking on wood, I hope he does. Because if he does, you guys can be second or, or you know, get, or get the wild card at least. So, we, yeah, see, on, so let's, go, but let's keep it real. Let's keep it damn real. Well, no, no let's you. let's move to the Miami Dolphins because I got something to say. Uh, go ahead, um, go ahead, go ahead. I, I don't like your roster, right? I don't like your roster. I don't think that it's good enough. Um, I think you're relying on not just the health of Tua, but the health on a lo- of a lot of players who have proven they can, you know, get injured. Yeah. I don't know what you remember about him, but I remember Jalen Ramsey having a hamstring injury two years ago. Yeah. I remember Teron Armstead missing six games a year before last year. Yeah. I remember um, Connor David or, or whatever the other guard's, you know, name is. Um, I remember him getting injured. And I remember also Jalen Waddell dealing with a knee injury. Connor, Connor, Connor Williams. Williams. Connor Williams. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. But I remember, you know, I remember, um, I remember Jalen Waddell dealing with a knee injury last year. And yeah. Raheem Mostert dealing with an injury. Or was it Raheem Mostert or Jeff Wilson? One of them had a knee injury last year. Maybe they both. It, it, it was Raheem, but keep going, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the idea is that, like, I'm, I mean, two is the big piece, right? Yeah. But, like, they're littered with people who have an injury history one yeah, way or yeah, the yeah. other. Now, whether or not, like, if, I mean, if everything breaks right, like if they all stay healthy and it's just a magical year and nobody gets injured and everybody's like beautiful. And look, dude, it happens. It's yeah. like, they wouldn't be the first team that stayed healthy all the way the, through the year. And they won't be the last team that stays healthy all the way through the year, but they better stay healthy because like the depth of this team, not at wide receiver, wide receiver, they're overloaded. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, anything beyond wide receiver it is paper thin dude yeah it is paper thin and i'll tell you something else dolphins fans because i'm the hater of your roster i'm the guy who dislikes like what you're doing next year not this year 2023 you got it under control yeah 2024 you are in trouble yeah they are right you you have like 11 players eating your entire salary cap i'm here to tell you right now that you're 49 million dollars over the cap and that's just because of 11 players. Yeah. That's insane. It is insane. Man. And I know you're trying to – look, I know. I want to make it clear to Dolphins fans. I know what you're trying to do. I know you're trying to do the, the Los Angeles Rams thing. I know you think that a Super Bowl makes it all worthwhile. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to get there. Um, and I think the division just got a whole lot tougher. And this is to say nothing of the Buffalo Bills, dude. Yeah. Wait, what do you no, mean? Can, can I say this? And yeah, um, of course. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep you on on this show. I'm probably gonna say it with Andrew too. Is this the best? Is this the best division in and um in football? Isn't it certainly the most competitive? Yes. Like if you say nothing else, whether you think it's the best or not, and we're gonna get into the AFC West. There's some other divisions. And, that and we'll uh, have... I'm gonna tell you that right now, I, and uh, I think Lucas will say it. Uh, he, I, and he's being, you know, Lucas is being. Lucas is always on. And shout out to you, Lucas. Again, we love you, bro. As, as a brother. No, but seriously. Lucas will probably say, "I don't think the Patriots are making making the playoffs." By looking at this, well, I mean, we're we're going to get there. We're, right, we're going right, to get right, there. Right, right. Where do you want to go next? Do you want to go to the Bills? or Do you want to go to the Patriots? Let's go Patriots. So okay. they say, "Look at Josh." They say, "Juju, Juju, my boy, USC native, Ju- TikTok, Juju." Your thoughts? I love yes, sir, Juju Smith Schuster. Okay, I'm the only one, but I love him. I think he's I think he's out loud with my voice better out loud better 
than Jacoby Myers. I don't care what you hear on other podcasts. I don't care what you hear on the uh, on the athletic um, NFL show. I, I don't care what Robert Mays' analysis is. I don't care what um, the Ringer NFL has to say about it. I'm here to tell you, having watched Juju Smith-Schuster all year and having watched Jacoby Myers, uh-huh. that Juju is better than Jacoby Myers. Just period. Out loud. Okay? And to sign him for the exact same number, I mean, down to the freaking penny. Yeah. It's like, like in fact, as a matter of fact, you actually get a little bit of a discount with Juju Smith-Schuster. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Even if you want to say, oh, well, some of it's because of Patrick Mahomes and blah, 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 blah. Like, Juju Smith-Schuster was just better. His numbers across the board yep. were better last year than Jacoby Myers. Now, yep. can he keep that up with Matt Jones? I don't know. But I imagine that it's not going to be so different um, that it's that it's like, oh, my God, Juju just fell off a cliff. Like, yeah. I just don't see that. So then what are we really doing, right? Yeah. Like, what are we really doing by replacing, um, by replacing Jacoby Myers with Juju Smith-Schuster? And the answer is we're giving Juju Smith-Schuster a much better situation than Jacoby Myers. Why do I bring all of this up? Just to, just to wrap it up really quickly. I love what the Patriots are doing in free agency. Let me repeat that again. I love it. I think they're doing everything the right way. They're a team that started out with $50 million in cap room. They mm-hmm. won for one. They won for one. Juju Smith-Schuster and Jacoby Myers. So yep. literally eats nothing into their cap room. They keep Jonathan Jones. They keep Jabril Peppers. They keep Raekwon McMillan. They add Riley Reef, who, look, dude, I don't like Riley Reef any more than the next guy. But as far as a, a swing tackle goes, as far as, like, somebody who can just, like, be there and be a body in case of injuries, he's fine. Yeah. Whatever. And you get rid of Jonu Smith and you get rid of that dead weight. Like, I know you lost Devin McCourty and that really kind of sucks. But, like, I love everything they're doing. And the other thing about Devin McCourty is he's 35 years old. I am high on the New England Patriots. And I'll be honest with you, it wouldn't shock me at all if they end up at upsetting either the Jets, the Patriots, or the Dolphins somewhere down the stretch next year. That is not going to be an easy I like game. that. I like that take. You know what's crazy? They're not done yet because apparently when I'm hearing Jaws, there is obviously the Royal the Odell workout. Obviously, they're, I don't know if you heard about this, but they're interested in DeAndre Hawkins, which, by the way, they're uh, Cardinals GM was is, is uh it was part of the New England front office, so it wouldn't surprise me if they trade Hopkins to New England. Also, New England's also interested in Jerry Judy. Everybody's interested in DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, there isn't a single team out there, including the Buffalo Bills, who aren't interested in DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, let's let's, let's just break that out yeah. right now. Okay, Charles, did they have enough money for Jerry Judy? They're interested in, interested in him. Oh, sure. I mean, the New England Patriots can do whatever they want. Okay. okay. This time around, they've been very smart yeah. with their salary cap. You remember two years ago when they were signing everybody under the sun? Yeah. Yep. That was stupid. Was. This yep. time around, all of the free agents they're signing. I mean, I'm like, I'm going to read these numbers off to you. Raekwon McMillan for $1.6 million, one year. Easy. Right? Jabril Peppers, it, it says two years, $9 million. They can get it out after one year, $5 million. So, right? Perfect, perfect style contract, right? Yep. Jonathan Jones, um, their best defensive player, arguably, you know, a cornerback that I would have loved to see. Like, we would be having a totally different conversation. Like, if somebody signed Jonathan Jones from out, for, out from under the Patriots, 
that would have been a major loss. Instead, coming back at $9.5 million mm-hmm. after Jalen Ramsey just got 20 there is not a $10 million difference between Jonathan Jones and Jalen Ramsey. I don't care what you have to say. Uh-huh. And then finally, to go to Juju Smith-Schuster for the exact same – I can't emphasize this enough – the exact same amount of money yep. as Jacoby Myers. To go from Jacoby to Juju Smith-Schuster – home run and that number is only 11 million dollars those are normal size contracts you don't see them going out and hitting like out of the park like javon hargrave move right by the same token that's not going to come back to bite them you know like there is some risk in the javon hargrave move and you know that i love it you Mm -hmm. know because we already you know have talked about it but you know at 33 that might not be a great contract the patriots can get out of all these bullshit deals in one year if things don't work out they're doing fantastic. Um, and you can make a case that the only team who has really lost anything, the only team that's gotten any weaker, is the Buffalo Bills. Uh-oh, here we go. So here we go. Bills Mafia, Bill, part of Bills Mafia, okay? All right? Bills fans are listening, John. But it's some of difficulties. Yeah. Can, can, you, can, you, can you fuse that together? Can you fuse that together? Yeah, no, no, no. It's, okay, it's, cool. It's, 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 already, it's already, it's, it's good. I'll, okay, I'll, keep I'll, going. I'll Keep going. We're yeah, sorry about anyways, that, guys. It was just technical difficulties. Yes, yeah, it happens on Anchor, man. It happens. Anyways, with that being said, Josh, you're a member of the Bills Mafia. I Bills am. Fans are listening to the Vince Size Podcast Show. So, your thoughts about free agency for the Bills so far, and are you a little worried about the Bills right now? I am worried about the Bills, um, but I'm not worried for the reason I should be worried. Okay, like I out loud, I'm here to tell you right now that I would not have done the um, Tremaine Edmonds move. And when we moved to the Bears on our very next team, oh yeah, okay, I'm gonna tell you that that was a bad move. Yeah. Okay, so like all things being equal, I wouldn't have signed your Bill Peppers in any world to the amount of money that he got. So I'm okay not paying Jabril Peppers what he got. As a matter of fact, I approve of that. It's just, it's way too much money for Jabril Peppers. And you would say, well, the only other major free agent that the Bills have is Jordan Poyer. And they just kept Jordan Poyer, right? So, like, again, are you really, like, why are you so down on the Bills? I'll tell you why I'm down on the Bills right now, okay? I don't like, I out loud don't like, with my voice, I don't like Deontay um, from the Saints. Um, I I just, like, I, I don't like him. Period. I, okay. I think that he has no role on the team. None. Okay. And to sign him for for six million dollars a year when you could have upped it to Juju Smith Schuster for eleven. Now maybe you couldn't get Juju Smith. Maybe you didn't want to fit in eleven million dollars. Mm-hmm. But to settle on this guy when Braxton Berrios is still out there, just it's so stupid, right? Go buy yourself another guard. Go get involved on Andrew Wiley. For yeah. eight million dollars a year, like if you're gonna if you're gonna clear this cap space, right? Yeah, use it to upgrade something that you genuinely need. The Bills do not need to spend six million dollars on a receiver. It's ridiculous. You okay. have Khalil Shakir, groom him. Yeah. What is the word coach in front of your name for? I agree. You know, and that, they so that means so that means with the signing of this guy, that means that I signing Odell probably. Well, it's just stupid. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Like, Dude, I know that, like, the idea is supposed to be Odell, right? Like, I understand that. And I'm not really – I'm not really, like, upset at the – like, the not signing Odell. Like, Uh you can just – but, like, the issue is that, like, you didn't have to do anything. You didn't do anything. Nobody was telling you to, like, go out and sign this guy. Yeah. This is the one thing the Bills don't need. Yeah. 
and they still did it anyway. And the bigger problem isn't so much that they don't need him. It's that like you waste the resources when you should be trying to win now. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe you don't like make like the Tremaine Edmonds thing. Again, I don't really want to get too down on the on the Tremaine Edmonds thing, uh-huh. but I am wicked down on this no-name receiver who literally, and I want to emphasize this for all the listeners, this guy has no role on the team next year. Mm. He is an absolute zero. Mm. He's not going to beat out Isaiah McKenzie. I get it that he's two years younger. Mm-hmm. He's not going to beat out Isaiah McKenzie. And if he does, he's not going to give you any more production from a critical spot in the offense. Um, but by the same token, I don't like what the Bears did either with um, with um, Tremaine Edmonds. So, you know, all with a grain of salt, right? No, yeah. So – well, before we go to the NFC North, I want to go back. Go, let's we'll switch gears. Let's go to NFC East, by the way, uh, Josh. So, oh, okay. the team you you like actually? The my my boy Ben Fair's team, shout out to Jamie and my friend Tariq, the Commanders. So, shout out to you because they're actually yeah. making great moves. Jacoby Brissett is their backup quarterback. Shout out to the Commanders. So I'm ahead. sorry. Are you, did you say so, backup? Did you mean to say starter, or did you mean to say backup? It, it could be a starter too. So, which by the way, Commanders. <laughs> some of the way. Shout out to Ben Fair because he loves the signing of Jacoby Brissett, and some Commander fans don't like the signing. But they want they want a Heineke, but I, I I understand about that because no, you, you come on, Heineke is not as good. And by and by the way, Josh, you know, so, so there's some uh, fans are like Heineke because maybe they're because they're white people. But anyways, anyways, um, Josh, your thoughts and. I think. Do you think Commander fans should be happy? I think so. Go ahead. Are you sure you want to go to the Commanders? You sure you don't want to go to the NFC East and talk about the loss of Aaron Rodgers? Okay, we'll do the commanders. We'll do the commanders. We'll do the commanders. I love the commanders. And not only, not because I live in DC, I used to have a hate, hate relationship with the commanders. But I told you when it happened, I out loud yes, said with my yes, voice that Eric Bienemy was worth two wins all by himself. Yes. That they didn't have to do anything. They could bring the entire team back as is, minus Carson Wentz, and Eric Bienemy would still get them an extra two did. wins. I am inclined to pick the upset and say that the commanders are going to be the best team in the entire NFC. I am not doing it. I'm not guaranteeing it. Don't play the guarantee sound. I'm not there yet, but I'm close to be entirely honest with you. Can I I guess why it's because of the receiver is because I like the running backs. So I like the running back Gibson, obviously Brian Robinson, um, obviously they got Jared Patterson. Uh, They have a good, I mean, honestly, this might be the best receiving core. Jacoby Brissett has had. So you know what? You know what, Josh? Your theory is not I mean, it's not crazy. It's I'm not. right there. I'm right on the edge. But right? my question is, can this team stay healthy? On well, duh, but you can ask that question about anybody. That's true. Right? That's true. That's but true. Here's, the, here's the issue, right? And I've, I've said this about the commanders now for three straight years. This isn't like a newsflash. If right. you ever watch a commanders game with a critical eye, Right where you're out there saying, what do the commanders do all the time? What's the game plan of the opposing defense? It's the same thing. It's every single game. There's not like a big state secret. You cover Terry McLaurin and you dare anybody else to beat you. You roll coverage over to wherever Terry McLaurin is and you say, good luck, Ron Rivera. Go beat us without Terry McLaurin. And sometimes, and by the way, Terry McLaurin is that good of a receiver that he can still sometimes beat you. But you will never see a commander's game where Terry McLaurin is not being double covered, does not have a safety over the top for help. Mm-hmm. It's never happened. I have watched 
way too many Commanders games. It's the same thing over and over and over again. Now, last year, when he was healthy, Jahan Dotson started to change that equation. Yep. People started to, they would just single cover Jahan Dotson. He would beat single coverage, and Carson Wentz or um, Taylor Heineke would find him, and you would get a touchdown out of that. And that's why the Commanders were almost, almost got in the playoffs, right? Despite Chase Young being injured. Now, yep. this year, you have no Taylor Heineke and you have no Carson Wentz. And those are both good moves. Not because Taylor Heineke sucks. He's exciting. But you've seen this now two years in a row with Taylor Heineke where it's a quick boom. Yep. And all of a sudden, they go on a winning streak because Taylor Heineke doesn't give a fuck about double coverage. He doesn't care. Yeah, He'll force it into Terry McLaurin. He, he doesn't care at all. You saw that two years in a row. And sometimes it works. And yep. sometimes it doesn't work because Terry McLaurin is that kind of a player. Mm-hmm. Jacoby Brissett understands coverage. If you can take the Cleveland Browns to the record that he took the Cleveland Browns to, uh, minus Deshaun. And by the way, Deshaun Watson, dirty little secret, not really that much better than De- Jacoby Brissett. He wasn't. I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah. I'm, a Washington, I'm a Washington fan. He was he did not play good. But go ahead. Yeah. No, and, yeah. You're, and you're now adding Jacoby Brissett for less money. Rough. Yeah. Less bar- money. No, Josh, Josh that's, that's a bargain. Yeah. It's a bargain, dude. And you're replacing Taylor Heineke with someone who actually understands offense, yep. actually knows like when somebody's double covered and when they're uh-huh. going to break open with um, Jacoby Brissett. I will tell you this. Sam Howell, if he's not ready, Jacoby Brissett's going to come in and take that job. I agree. And also, they're not going to. I'll say this: even if this doesn't work out, I told Ben next year's quarterback class is better than this year's. So there you go. Yeah. And like you're looking at an offensive line that's improved with arguably the best signing for the money. Yeah. In Andrew Wiley, like I'm going to give you a whole bunch of names later on when we get to the Jaguars, when we get yeah. to the Chiefs of players who are playing right tackle. When we get to the Bears. And we talk about Mike McGlin when we, when we get to the Broncos and we talk about Mike McGlinchey and his eighty-five million dollar butt, and I tell you that Andrew Wiley got three got three years for twenty-four million. It's ridiculous. Mike McGlinchey is not even better than Andrew Wiley as it is. He's not, and he's going to make an extra like fifteen million dollars a year. The only only old lineman that's my, that's my friend Ben Fair does not like on this team is probably Andrew, Andrew Norvell. Other than that. He likes the other old linemen. Well, but- you signed that. Well, tell that guy you signed Nick Gates. Yeah, yeah. So you got some competition. Yeah. So Norwell's either going to be good or he's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be one or the other. There's not like a thousand options. Yeah, exactly. And if Norwell, if Norwell sucks again, here's a good here's good news. Nick Gates is right there. Yeah. To take the spot. And by the way, same thing with Sam Howell, right? And I thought Sam Howell played well. I will yeah. tell you right now, quick, fast, and in a hurry, that Eric Bieniemy will not have any trouble naming Jacoby Brissett the starter if Sam Howell comes in and is just lackadaisical. I'll I agree. Right and much, by the way, Commander fans, Bieniemy will be the coach next year. Anyway. Yeah. I'll and wait. he deserves to be. He's really, really good. You're going to have a healthy Chase Young. You kept Deron Payne, which was everything we talked about at the beginning of free agency. Mm-hmm. Me and you sat here and we said there were two players that were worth $20 million a Josh, year. Did the, G- did the GM listen to the show? I mean, yeah. yeah seriously. And like, they're doing everything right. Yeah. They're doing outstanding. And I'm telling you, I'm real close, man. We're going to talk about the Cowboys and we're going to oh, talk yeah. about the Eagles coming up. But I am real close to picking the upset with the Commanders. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I did that last year, but I failed. But maybe I maybe I maybe I might can't fail right now. Next to this upcoming, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Now, Josh, what do you got to say to Cowboy fans? Because should they be happy? Because right now they're excited. Because I, honestly, Cowboy fans on Twitter, oh, Super Bowl. 
Oh my God, we got we got Gilmore. Oh my God, listen, I'll say this about the Cowboys, Josh, and I want I want I want to be nice. Okay, mm-hmm. I like their defense. I like Dan Quinn. That's that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Now, now, my, Mike McCarthy is calling the plays. So that's going to suck for the Cowboys' offense. So, so the positive for Cowboy fans, that your defense will still be good. Now, your offense is going to suck because of Mike McCarthy. And I'll guess what? Breaking news: Zeke Elliott got released. So there you go. So Josh, the Cowboy fans be happy. No, mm. they shouldn't be. I know why you want to be. Like I got that. That piece I understand. Mm-hmm. You have you've kept a defense together that was prime last year, and you yeah, added yeah. Stefan Gilmore. You're going to have six defensive backs on the field at all times. You're going to have what the Eagles had last year in the secondary. By the way, Fletcher Cox is returning for ten ten million. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. So where are the Eagles? Yes. Yes. Okay. We're going to get to them next. Okay. Yes. Um, the Dallas Cowboys are going to have what the Eagles had last year in their secondary, mm-hmm. right? They have a, they have an older veteran free agent who is um, better than people look. Darius Slay, Stephon Gilmore, same kind of thing, right? Tra- Trayvon Diggs and James Bradbury, same kind of thing, right? What mm-hmm. was their other guy? Um, Demar, what's his what's his name? The one who got injured. Um, on defense. Yeah, yeah, cornerback. Uh, corner, I got you. I got you. It's gonna be um, the one who was having a really good year. Do you know what? Deron, Deron, uh, Deron Bland. Deron Bland. Yeah, Deron Bland is coming back. Okay, he's gonna be great. It's gonna be exciting, right? On defense, on defense, I'm all the way with you, Cowboys fans. I love what you're doing on defense. Okay, a fifth round pick for Stephon Gilmore, steal of the year. Yes. Okay, like the best trade in free agency, and I understand why you're super duper excited. By the way. Trades are the way to go in free agency. If you only have to give up a seventh round pick for Shaq Mason, you're doing it right. I don't care who you draft in the seventh round. It's yeah, not yeah. going to be as good as what you're getting out of Shaq Mason. Like he's just not going to be there. Right. Um, so as it pertains to like what you have um, on defense, I'm all the way with you. But losing Kellen Moore and going to Brian Schottenheimer and Mike McCarthy on offense is going to make you predictable, man. Exactly. While we're on that subject, right, you saw the same Tony Pollard injury that I saw, right? Yeah. Okay. And you think the same way I think that he's going to be out, that he's not going to be ready to start the season fresh, ready to rock and roll. He's not going to be the Pollard W. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So if you're the Cowboys and you just let go of Ezekiel Elliott, which, by the way, you should have done anyway, Ezekiel Elliott's bad. I'll be the person yeah. to tell you, right, that Ezekiel Elliott is no longer a good running back. So I'm not upset with you for doing that. Yeah. But who do you plan on running the ball? Oh, I mean, the guy, the only guy I know right now is I'm looking it's at Pollard, the, it's right? right now. It's Malik Davis, but keep going. Yeah. Yeah. That's not enough, man. It's not. That's not going to fly. So now you're in the running back market. Is this a Bijan Robinson destination? Guess what? Guess what, Josh? Cowboy Twitter is going with that route. Yeah, they need to. But then if you're doing that, then why the hell are you keeping Pollard on the franchise tag? Exactly. Right? Yeah. So that's maybe they'll maybe, maybe their combination is Bijan and Tony. So but my my question's gonna be, can they get Bijan in the twenties? Because we don't the answer to the question, I don't know. Right? Yeah, see, I don't know either. I'm starting to feel the more I look at the board, the more I think that he's going to go earlier than we all think. I agree. Um, 
the other thing, the other sneaky thing that Cowboys fans, for whatever reason, aren't talking about is Noah Brown leaving to go to the Houston Texans. That's a sneaky good pickup. I agree. The Houston Texans. And I think the Cowboys are going to feel that. I know you got CeeDee Lamb. I am I am out loud here telling you that I don't believe in Michael Gallup. I watched him last year. I don't think that he's as good as he used to be. I don't believe that T.Y. Hilton is the same player. I think that Noah Brown was your second best receiver last year uh, from start to finish. I mean, honestly, after C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup, I mean, and listen, we'll see how Jalen Tolbert does, the guy they got drafted last year. But other than that, so after C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup, they don't scare me. Yeah. So, I mean, like I say, I'm inclined to not believe as much in the Cowboys. But again, it's more of a function of, I think, Kellen Moore leaving is a bigger deal than they think. But we'll see. Um, I'm more worried about the Philadelphia Eagles than I Uh probably Oh, uh uh-oh. Yeah. Guess what, Josh, will be a lot of Eagle fans listen to my podcast, as well as as my dad. So, Mr. Love you, Chris. I love you, my dad. So, anyway, Josh, Eagle fans are listening. So, do you think Eagle fans should panic? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, and I have a message for Howie Roseman while we're oh. st- while we're sitting here. Darius Slay is the person who takes up the most salary cap state yep. on the team. There's nobody, including the newly signed James Bradbury, who has a bigger cap hit than, than Darius Slay. And I get it that he's represented by Drew Rosenhaus. You call his goddamn bluff. Okay, you don't release him. You don't try and get the savings. That's stupid. Call his bluff. He signed for one more year and keep the trio of Darius Slay, CJ Gardner Johnson and James Bradbury together. This idea that you're just going to let him walk because he's upset because he's pouting. You need to grow a pair of balls. How he goes in like this idea, like it totally changes the tenor of how I feel about the Eagles. Yep. Like, had they kept that group together, had they kept their secondary together, um, had they kept Darius Slay together, we wouldn't be arguing right now. I'm still picking the Eagles. I'm fine with losing TJ Edwards. And while I think that Javon Hargrave like is a loss, right? You drafted you drafted what's his name? Jordan Davis. There you go. You drafted Jordan Davis with this in mind. You knew that Hargrove was gonna get a big deal. You knew. And like, welcome to the NFL. Yeah, great players leave and they switch teams. Like you were prepped for it, but you're not prepped for losing Darius Slay. I'm looking at your secondary right now. Like you're not good enough to afford that loss. And the Eagles made a miraculous Super Bowl run last year. They have all the pieces if they keep Slay, and if they lose Slay, if they really just let him go, Howie Roseman deserves all the criticism from Philadelphia fans. Yeah, and also, guys, I'm gonna keep it with you, bro. They better, like you said, like I said on Andrew's show, and I, I mean it. They better keep CJ Johnson. And also, by the way, break so break. I'm at the show. Uh, Fletcher Cox is staying. I'm gonna tell you the money real quick. Uh, yeah. so Fletcher Cox is staying. Uh, he got he got so he took a discount pretty much. So because he got more, he got more offers actually, more 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 money than other teams. And by the way. DeAndre Rossini said the Jets are trying to go get him too, but obviously they're trying to figure out what the Rodgers do, obviously. But but so he's returning to Philadelphia on a yeah. one year, ten million deal per source. There you go, Josh would be. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, like I'm okay with losing T with losing TJ Edwards because you're white. Like whatever, dude. Yeah. Like it yeah. happened. Yeah. Losing your backup tackle Andre Dillard, like for 
$29 million. That's like, whatever. Eagle Federal care. Whatever. Yeah. But like losing Darius Slay is a major, major loss. I you love know. the Rashad Penny signing. Like that's exciting. That's good and proper exciting. We've seen Rashad Penny behind shitty offensive lines his whole time he's in Seattle. Now he goes to the best offensive line on a one-year $1.35 million deal. Like, that's supposed to get me excited. I'm supposed to be jacked for Eagle fans. And losing Darius Slade just changes my entire perception of the Eagles. And I'll just say this about that. The New York Giants, thank goodness they're in your division. Because the New York Giants, good and proper, suck. Everything about the Giants suck. So when the Eagles fans are down and they're like, oh, my God, the sky is falling, just remember to look across the state and see Daniel Jones. And you'll feel a lot better about yourself. Speaking of, let's talk about them now. So, all right, Josh, you're gonna let Giant fans be sad. So, I know, I know, I got Giant fans listening to this. So, go ahead, Josh, take the floor. You know, you suck, Giants fans. You know that you suck. You know you're being stupid. You know, you know, in your heart of hearts, you don't really need me to break it down to you that Daniel Jones isn't worth $40 million. You don't really need me to go into like how Daniel Jones fucks your cap for like multiple years. You don't really need me to tell you that Darren Waller has been injured and only played like eight games over the past two years. You know in your heart of hearts that it was stupid to give up a third round pick for him. You know you don't have a wide receiver outside of Richie James. And you know that Richie James is a third receiver. You know he's a number three. Now you can treat him like a number one. You can like try and fool yourself that he's a number one. But, like, we always say that, like, this is a poor man's number one. This is a homeless man's number one. (laughs) Richie James is, like, okay, do you remember Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? (laughs) Like, this is a person living in the sewers, number one. By the way, Richie James is a former Niner, by the way. But he got also... Also, and also, look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, my goodness. Oh, but Brick, so since Giants are interested in, I know if Josh, Josh was going to say whatever, whatever, but the Giants are interested in DJ Tart, and they're also interested in Michael Hartman. But go ahead. Well, everybody's interested in Michael Hartman because they know that he's like that for $6 million a year. Like, if you can get him for like $6 million That's a year, that. you'll have a weapon. Now, whether or not that weapon can stay on the field, whether that weapon is as good without Patrick Mahomes, that's another story. Right, right. But you will have a weapon. In the same way that you have Kadarius Toney as a weapon, (laughs) Mikkel Mikkel Hardman can be a weapon. Um, Who did you say for the first? Oh, uh, DJ Chark. Who? DJ DJ Chark. Who? Yeah, I'm being silly on purpose. DJ Shark is a nobody. I know that you, like, he hasn't been in anybody since Jacksonville. And when I say since Jacksonville, I'm talking about the first year that he was in Jacksonville, not the third. Right, right, right. That's fair. Like, he had a really good first year in Jacksonville. Yeah. Then he fell off a little bit. He was supposed to bounce back, and then he got injured. And Mm -hmm. then he went to, was it the Lions? Am I right on that? Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And then he went to the Lions and promptly did nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, the place that, like, and so if you're looking for somebody to do nothing, right. like he did last year, then why not go to the Giants? Yeah. You know, you don't have to do anything if you're at the if you're a receiver on the Giants. And yeah. you know what? No one's going to be disappointed because nobody ever expected anything from you. You're All like, right. Josh, here's, here's what I'll say about the Giants. Now, 
you so you don't like the giant, which is fine. That's your opinion. But I'll, I'll, I'm with you with this. I'm not trading for a 30 year old um Waller. I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. Now, if the dude was 27, 26, all right, I'm doing it. But I understand why the Giants did it. Uh, it was a four, four or fifth round, and they said, "What the fuck? I, 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 I'm doing it." Okay. But listen, I like Brian Dable. We all do. I mean, obviously, Brian Dable helped Daniel Jones. No. Well, while right? we're on the subject of things you understand about the Giants, can you explain to me why they signed Bobby Ogariki, a linebacker, for four years, forty million? Anyways, anyways, I, I get the point. <laughs> I get no Josh. I get the point. But here's my here's my here's my reason why I believe in the Giants, though. Here, but okay. One's Brian Dable, and two, the GM came from your your team, well, your team, the Buffalo Bills. So, I mean, this bro, he brought half of the Bills players. I still have, not full. Um, I what's the what's the receiver's name? Is it Hitchens? Hitchens? Uh, oh, was it? Oh, Hodges, 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 Isaiah Hodges, right? Yeah, there's a reason you didn't remember his name, but keep going. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn, Josh. Damn. No, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but no, in my opinion, Josh, obviously with free agency ends, we, we, we will see what happens after free agency ends, and when, we'll see what happens with the Giants doing in, in the draft. If they do well in the draft again, which I expect them to, maybe the Giants, at best, the, see, I, I expect year three, the Giants will be a lot better. You too? I'll make I'll make a prediction right okay, here on the mid-size podcast. Let's make a bet. I will bet you one thing for certain about the Giants. You can pick anything that you want. You can say anything positive. You can say anything negative. You tell me one thing that you are certain will happen on the Giants, and I'll tell you one thing I'm certain of. One thing, anything. Yeah. It can be as small as, like, Saquon Barkley will rush for one yard. Go ahead. Pick oh, anything. <laughs> pick anything. I think Daniel Jones will have a good year. This All year. right. You ready for my prediction? Go ahead. Matt Burrito will be injured. Oh shit! Goddamn! All right. The same guy you signed for one year, one point four million, because you're such a genius that you know with Buffalo, that guy will get injured. Damn! All right. And will miss games. Damn! All right. All right then. Okay. I don't know what I'm basing that on. Maybe that he's missed games every single year of his career. Yeah. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. No, nah, no, let's no, sign Josh, for one point. And the John Fed will be like, oh. Joshua B's being a hater. No. Uh, when he was with the Niners, he got hurt. He got hurt. Oh, yeah. I mean, Matt Burita. Dun, 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 dun. Ow! Yeah. Every every year, injury with Matt Burita. And Rakeem Nunez-Roaches? Ridiculous, dude. Like, the whole thing, like, you're just stupid. Like, they're, like I get it that Brandon B. It, it must be something in the water. You know, the same thing that makes the bagels so good in New York yeah. It makes the Giants so stupid at like building a football team. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, though, let's move on to the AFC South. Let's show, go something different. AFC South. Let's go with the Texans. So Joshua B. No, 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 no. I want to stay in the NFC. You forced me to move on. You forced me to move on from yeah. the Bears. I want to talk about what I want to talk about the Bears. I want to talk about the Packers. Okay. I okay. need to go NFC North. Okay. Where do you want to start? But okay. Okay. About... Let's let's make Bears fans happy. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Go ahead, Josh. So I like what you're doing, except for the Traymon for the for the Tremaine Edmonds move, and he's the big money he's the big money ticket. Now it makes sense in a vacuum yeah. why you would want Tremaine Edmonds. Mm-hmm. Look, he had his best year by far yeah. last year. Like he was good and proper good last year. Yeah. Um, and you know the other thing is that you're paying for his prime years. He's only 24 years old, which means you're going to get 25, 26, 27, 28 while you're with him. So there's an excellent chance that he's going to be good, 
right, for yeah. those four years. But it's so much money for an off-ball linebacker. Yeah. And you already got another one in TJ Edwards. And the yeah. real question is like if you were going to combine both those guys, yeah. would you rather have both of them or would you have an on, would you rather have an on-ball linebacker in in Roquan Smith? Roquan and I think Smith. The, I think the answer and I'm pretty sure I know your answer is Roquan Smith, yeah. right? Yeah. So like what were you doing? I don't know. Roquan Smith would have signed with you for 5 years, 100 million dollars. Yeah. And you would have had that for four million dollars less per year than signing Tremaine Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, and T.J. Edwards. Yeah. But whatever, because I like the other signings. I love the Nate Davis signing. I think that's like the good move. That that and the Ben Power signing, which we will get to when we get to the Broncos, were okay. like excellent moves. And like I definitely think that with Demar, I think that the Marcus Walker signing was a steal as well. Yeah, like getting him for seven million dollars a year, and they're all young. That's the other thing. All these guys are entering their prime. Um, nobody over 30, nobody over 29, to be quite honest with you. The old man on the totem pole is DeMarcus um, Ware and the truth of the matter, or DeMarcus Walker. Man. And the truth of the matter is, after the truth of the matter is, is that they have an out with DeMarcus Walker after two years. All yep. these guys, right, have outs that make them completely reasonable. And, you know, the truth is that if you get rid of Riley Reef, you're already better. Like you've all you're, you've already improved your team. Like addition by subtraction is a real thing. You can ask the you you can ask the Detroit Lions as they pick yeah. up David Montgomery. Yes. You can ask the Green Bay Packers as they lose Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Addition by subtraction is real. Yeah. And the Green Bay Packers are about to experience that by losing Aaron Rodgers. That's my prediction. What do you think? Both it's about not the crazy. Bears it's and not about crazy. my prediction. It's not. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. But here's what I say about Bears fans, right? I'm with you. I like every move. I'm so mad that they let go of the Dave, David Montgomery. They're gonna regret that. But he's, he's gonna expose them when they play Detroit, and that's not that's not even a question. Um, my only thing with the Bears, bro, and listen, um, I don't I don't think they're done uh, getting a receiver. I think they'll draft. I don't. They'll probably sign. It wouldn't surprise me to get Hartman pretty soon. Well, we'll see what happens there. No, but seriously. Um, they shouldn't. They gotta sign a Lionel Brown Jr., bro. I mean, that's the only way. If I'm, I'm not mad about them, uh, because is is Lionel Brown Jr. better than Braxton Jones? Is he? He has to be, right? Yeah, no question. So, I mean, Lionel Brown Jr. Then, then you, you got something. But I think what they made a mistake, bro, is they letting go of David Montgomery because listen, I like Khalil Herbert, but to me, he's 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 a running back too, in my opinion. And then now they got Travis Homer. He's whatever. And then Tristan, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Now, let me ask you this, Josh. Yeah. What can Bears fans be happy? They can be happy that they're better than the Green Bay Packers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They can they can definitively be happy that they are going to finish above the Green Bay Packers, that their owner has left the division. Okay. You know, the person who owned the Chicago Bears for all those years was Aaron Rodgers, and now he has left the division. But speaking of the Packers, let's go. So Packers, yeah. the Packers fans, the Chiefs heads, your advice for the Packer fans, and should they be happy? Because Rodgers is – Oh, there's no league. question. Which, by the way, by the way, congrats to Aaron Rodgers. You're going to the Jets, uh, depending on what day, obviously. And by the way, shout out to Trey Wingo. He reported it this week. By the way, so Trey Wingo's right. So I applause. So Aaron Rodgers is going to, to be a Jet. Joshua, your thoughts? Because this man, this man, Aaron Rodgers, was in the doctor retreat. You know, I mean, he was on the Pat McAfee show. And shout out to Pat McAfee. That was a great show. So, Joshua B., your thoughts about Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets? And shout out to our boy, Andrew Jones. Shout out to the overall sports show. So, with that being said, Josh, 
your thoughts and should Packer fans be happy about the future? Yes, they should be. Um, it's not going to be good this year. Right. So full disclosure, you're in trouble this year. Okay. Fair, but yeah, you're yeah. trimming so much excess fat. If you're a Packers fan, you know what Alan Lazard is. Yeah. You know that he's a number two receiver in the same vein as Jacoby Myers only works. That's fair. Right? Yeah. You know that he's not very good. The only the only question is how Aaron Rodgers doesn't know that he's not very good. But that's <laughs> a problem for Jets, not a problem for you. And you know, because you paid him last year, that he is not a $50 million a year quarterback. You know that he's not there. The Jets don't know. But you know that he's not worth $50 million and he's not worth that salary cap hit that you're going to take. Now this year is going to suck. Okay. But next year, when the quarterback class has somebody who you're actually interested in number one, you're going to thank Aaron Rodgers. There will be like, it's going to suck this year. Okay. In the same way that when Brett Favre went to Minnesota, he had that one good year. You remember this? Yes. All those years ago, Brett Favre had that one good year and everybody was like, Oh, what were the Packers thinking? Right. This time around, the Packers will have that extra draft pick. You can book it that he's going to get at least that they're going to get at least a first round pick out of this. Now, whether or not they get two, that's kind of the question, right? And if you're the Jets, you're like, dude, we're taking on fifty million dollars worth of salary. Like, we're not giving you two first round picks. Mm-hmm. Green Bay Packers, you're just like, uh, well, we're just going to keep him. You know, fuck him. We're we're going to go into our darkness retreat. We'll let you know how we feel about it later on. Um, and we'll just fuck with your free agency. And ultimately, I think that the Jets are going to be like, yeah, we don't want to fuck with, we don't want them to fuck with our free agency. So we're going to do this. However, what I'm saying to you is that Green Bay has a chance at getting somebody who actually is a number one pick at quarterback. Yeah. If they get Caleb Williams, like if they really suck this year and they end up with Caleb Williams mm-hmm. at quarterback, and that's not to say, and by the way, I don't think that Jordan Love is like the franchise caller, but I could be wrong. Right. And the Packers certainly think that I am wrong. And if Jordan Love proves that he's the guy all of a sudden with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and is able to just change everything, mm-hmm. then by all means, man, I will be the first one to raise my hand and say that I was wrong. But just on the off chance that I'm right, right. this is the draft to have the number one pick. This is the one to be excited about. Because mm-hmm. Caleb Williams is in this draft. We wouldn't be talking like this, would we? No. We wouldn't be talking about trades at the top of the draft. We would have been like, the Bears are stupid. Why did they ever, why didn't they reset the clock and take Caleb Williams um, at number one by trading Justin Fields for the mother load? Yep, yep. And we'll see, we'll see what, uh, listen, I trust the GM. Obviously, the Packers can draft. So, I mean, like you said, they're not going to be great this year, uh, which I think, I think we both agree the Bears should be on roster wide. They should be number two behind the back, behind the lines. But, Speaking well, wait a minute. I have, I have a serious speaking question of, for you. Speaking of the Lions, that's my well, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa. Before we get to the Lions, I have a serious question for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Which general manager do you trust more? Do you trust Ryan Poles of the Chicago Bears more, or do you trust um, whoever the general manager is for the Minnesota Vikings? Or, while we're talking about general managers that you trust more, I don't know where your local McDonald's is in Philadelphia, but do you trust that general manager of that store more than you trust the Minnesota Vikings general manager? <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. I, I like that one. Um, this team, Jesus Christ. I, You know what? I'm, sadly, I'm going with the Bears over the Vikings team. Maybe that's me. 
Um, but oh, I'm with you, man. I'm anyways, you. anyways, I'll so, answer the question. So, so I'll so answer. You know what? It's my fault. I didn't answer the question. I trust the general manager at my local McDonald's more than I trust the Minnesota Vikings general manager. So I now that I've answered the question, please yes. continue. Okay. So my <laughs> my buddy Lee's a Lions fan. My buddy Pierre's a Lions fan. So Josh and I, what I what I tell you during the episode, I said the Rams missed Brad Holmes, and now you're seeing it. Look what he's doing in Detroit. Shout out to Brad Holmes. Shout out to Emmanuel Mosley. You deserve the money. Don't be surprised. By the way, don't be surprised if the if the um, Lions get another linebacker from the Niners. By the way. Because the Niners just let just let go another linebacker, by the way. Yeah, and hopefully, and hopefully he'll go to he'll go to the Lions because the Lions, I think Lions. But at the end of the day, Josh, I think Lions fans will be happy. You would agree with me. They have a best yeah. whole line. They're improving their defense. Joshua would be. Should Lions fans be happy for their future and beyond? Absolutely, no question about it. They are unequivocally the best team in the division. Mm-hmm. And that's with signing David Montgomery, who I think is like a step above Jamal Williams, but just a step. I like, agree. I don't like David Montgomery. Me and you have different opinions on David Montgomery and his value, but I'm not an idiot. And I can tell you that he's better than Jamal Williams. I agree. So, like, there's levels of hate. And I don't hate Jamal. I don't hate David Montgomery as much as I hate Jamal Williams. I think Jamal Williams is good and proper trash. Um, and so... When I look at it in totality with what they did with Cam Sutton, with what they're doing with Emmanuel Mosley, with their signings, they've had a home run of a free agency so far, at least in my book. Um, I'm, I'm very high on the Detroit Lions, much higher than I am um, on the Minnesota Vikings, who mm. I, I think are absolute trash. Um, and I don't know which division we're going to go to next, but wherever we go after the Minnesota Vikings, we should start with, like, the trashiest team of that division. Oh, oh, uh, oh, oh. Like a set. No, 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 I can tell you that right now. We're going to the AFC North. But keep going. It's all good. Okay, all so good. then we'll – so if we're going to the AFC North, then we will talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Woo-hoo! So you got bad news for Steelers fans. Okay. Oh, I do. I, I mean, well, either them or the Browns. I mean, oh. you could pick. But, like, they, they, they both are good and proper trash. Um – yeah, like I'm ultimately I'm in the same I'm in the same space with the Detroit Lions as I was at the end of last year. I thought that they could have made the playoffs. I thought that they were on the move, you know, on the way up. And now this offseason is just further proving my point. They finished with a winning record. Yeah. Now they're going to represent the NFC North for years to come. In fact, that might even be a motivation for Aaron Rodgers to get the hell out of there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh anyways. So Viking, but so Josh, you go ahead, go go ahead, make Vikings. What the out. fuck? What the fuck with the Minnesota Vikings? Like everything about them is like what the fuck? Like what the actual fuck with the Minnesota Vikings? You sign Marcus Davenport, and I like that, and then you follow it up by like losing Tomlinson, which I also like because you know I have a scale, and then like. It's just like they don't know what they're doing. They don't know whether they're coming, whether they're going. They don't have clue one as to what's going on yep. with their team. Like they don't have a direction offensively. Like the big news was that they got rid of Adam Thielen, but then you're like, well, who did you replace him with? And the answer is, well, we don't, we don't replacement. What you need three wide receivers? What really? The offensive line is still garbage, even though you got Garrett Bradbury. He's the best one. Thank goodness you re-signed him. Yeah. But the rest of the line, which sucks, sucks. 
And like defensively, you lose Eric Kendricks, who was the best player on the defense. You lose, I mean, you're getting younger, right? So I appreciate that. But like, geez, Louise, man. Yeah. Jeez, Louise with this team. Is it fair to say that Byron Murphy and possibly Marcus Davenport are the best defensive players they have to have this year? Is it possible? Well, there's Justin Jefferson. And as long as you have him, you're going to be good. But, like, they're going to take a major step backward. Like, th- this team is just, like, they're just not good enough, man. No, Josh, can we do this to them? Yeah, there you go. We can. I mean, they're almost as bad as the Cleveland Browns in my book. What do you think of the Minnesota Vikings? Do you think they're okay, John? Let me. I know Viking fans are going to listen to this, uh, and I love Viking fans. Shout out to my boy Chad. He's a Viking fan. God bless his heart. Um, um, man, damn, it's just obviously they God they have Justin Jefferson because if they didn't, Lord have mercy. Um. Obviously, they have C.J. Hawkinson, but Josh, to me, they just have two good players on defense. I mean, maybe Andrew Boot Jr., but it's just I – I don't know, man. And then I'm – I'm missing. I'm going to root for Brian Flores, obviously, but what can he do to fix his defense, man? I, I mean, I don't know. We're gonna I feel bad for Viking fans because – well, obviously, you don't, but I do because they've been suffering for years, bro. I mean, I mean, I mean, Kirk, listen, we make fun of Kirk. But he's not—he's not bad. And you know, if they had a decent O line, you know, and I have a decent defense, this team is not bad. But right now, we're just gonna keep your own. They're just not good. They're not good. Like what scares you about this team? It's one guy, Justin Jefferson. After all, I mean, Josh—they want—they traded for Jalen Rieger, and and they're 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 telling people you you should be scared of Jalen Rieger. But anyways. Yeah, you should. You should be scared that he's going to drop the ball. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. You should be scared. You should also be scared if you're the Cleveland Browns because Deshaun Watson sucked at the end of the year. The fact that he's going that they're going to get better. They're definitely the only thing they're going to get for sure in Cleveland is fatter. By the way, speaking of Cleveland, we'll get to them right now. Two-time yeah. Super Bowl winner Juan Thorhill agrees to terms <laughs> with the Browns on a three-year. 21 million contract. Ugh, awful. Awful. Cleveland just doesn't understand. They just don't understand how this whole thing works. Juan Thornhill, of, of like all the people, right? If you listen, if you listen to any Chiefs podcasts, right? If you listen to any Chiefs podcast, it's all like it's all about Juan Thornhill being the weak link yep. last year. And like to sign him. And to be like, yeah, man, look, we're winning the offseason. Ugh. Ugh. Total trash move. Like, and you, and you lost Jabril Peppers, and Jabril Peppers is better than Juan Thornhill. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And cheaper. I and agree. Cheaper. But, I mean, the real thing about the Cleveland Browns, like, the thing that I really dislike about the Cleveland Browns, and the reason they're getting such hatred from me, like, just a boatload of hatred from me, Dalvin Tomlinson is fat. I really want to make this clear. Like, He's, he's, like, good and proper obese, right? Like, I'm a medical coder for a living. That's what I do, right? I, and like, what does that mean? That means that I have to, like, chart all the different facts about you, like, when you go to the doctor's office. And one of the things they look at is BMI. Yeah. Right? And even for NFL players, and I have coded for NFL players. Like, I know what the BMI is. And, and you're like, oh, well, they're big people. So you're like, okay, well, they're in their 50s. And, like, that's considered morbidly obese, but you recognize that they're an NFL player. Dalvin Tomlinson is good and proper fat. 
it would not surprise me at all if his BMI was in like the 70s. Like he's good and proper. Like, I mean, you won't know if he's in shape kind of fat. Right. And like he had an okay year yeah. last year. And to reward a 29 year old player right now, as we sit here talking, yeah, four years, $57 million with 27.5 of it guaranteed. What the hell, man? Yeah. Like Ogbania Okoronkwu, the guy from Houston, the outside linebacker, that guy. Yeah. What the hell? Three years, $19 million with TJ Edwards, who's better, more proven, younger, like goes for less money. Yeah. What are you even looking at? Yeah. If you're the Cleveland Browns, I'll tell you what I'm sure you weren't looking at. You weren't looking at the beginning of the year when Jacoby Brissett basically rescued your season. Because yeah. if you were looking at that, you would know that one year for $8 million is a bargain, period. You know what's that's crazy? Like, if, if, it's a John, if the shot plays like what he did last year, and right now their backup is not great. And now, right now it's Kellen Mond. They have a better upgrade at, uh, as a, uh, for the backup position, but. No, Josh, you're net, you know, you know, here's my prediction, and this is my damn show, and Josh, you probably would agree. I don't think for the Browns makes the playoffs, and I think honestly, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I think the Browns are gonna be in last place again. Yeah, I do too. Um, and it's, it's just, it's, it's a shame because the Steelers are right for the picking. Yeah. At number three, right? But the Browns are just so dumb. Yeah. Like they just can't see like right in front of their noses. If like if you were the Bills, how are you not calling about Nick Chubb? If you're any team, how are you not calling about it? You know what? While we're on the subject, if you're the United Nations and you're looking to give aid to to like a country, how do you not call Nick Chubb first? How do you not call Nick Chubb and be like, "Look, do you need aid? Are you are like we see your suffering? Can we like help you? Can we help you with your?" And by the way, the Bills, aid? but your Bills. Or sliding Kyle Allen, the quarterback from the Texans. But anyway, keep going. Well, whatever. I mean, as like a bad I'm sorry. I have to, I have to say something. But here, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, like, all I'm saying about all I'm saying is that, like, free Nick Chubb. Free him. Free him not for – not so that he can, like – not not because you want him to go to another team. Like, that. Yeah. that I know that sounds like what I'm really saying. But it really isn't that. It's more for his own sanity. Oh, Niners. Cornerback what? Isaiah Oliver for the fat. Wow. Wow. The cheap deal. Good job, Niners. Who? Isaiah that? Oliver? Yes, sir. Yeah, okay. That's that's not bad. Anyways, sorry about that. That's that's a good so, deal. Yeah. Okay. I, like, but, 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 you know, Josh, I had to mention that team because that, those, that's, what a, that's a smart team. But anyway, let's we're going. We're going to get to that. We're, we're on our way. Uh, yeah. But we should probably hit the Pittsburgh Steelers first. Because oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they've tried everything they can yeah. to like make the make the Browns overtake them, and they just can't do enough stupid things. No, and by the way, shout out to my boy Samari, Samari, my boy Samari, Ethan, and Ace because they're my Steeler fan friends, and my Steeler fan friends were listening to the show. Josh, listen to me. Here's here's my take. I don't know why they let go of Cam Sutton, uh, but here's my here's my my take. Their plan's gonna be. This is my opinion. Now, I'll give them credit for signing. Nate Herbig. That's good. Obviously, they need the offensive line help. That's number one. Yep. Number two, I did have a problem with them getting Patrick Peterson. Because, oh, really? <laughs> but, 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 however, 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 here's what I think is going to happen, though. I think, regardless, they're drafting a, a corner. 
And it's all, and Josh, listen, at first I was mad at the deal, but let's be real. It's a one-year deal. One year, 7.15. That's true. That's true. That's true. But guess what? That move, that move tells you either way they're drafting a corner. But go ahead. So okay. Okay, it so just Josh, tells me that. Josh, the only go thing ahead. I can make a positive to Steelers fans is this. At least Mike Tomlin has a winning season every year. That's a good, that's a good sign. But and by the way, happy birthday, Mike Tomlin. Happy birthday to Mike because this man is unbelievable. I don't know how he happy has, birthday. Has a, how, I don't know how this man has a winning season every year, but shout out to this man. He deserves it. And happy birthday, Mike. But Josh, your thoughts and should Steelers fans be happy or miffed? Um, they should be miffed. Um, they should be upset because okay. they know that Cameron Sutton is better than Patrick Peterson. And to not prioritize Cameron Sutton, to not have that be the number one thing that you're looking at this year at, at doing pre-free agency, to not have him locked up was a catastrophic mistake. However, me and you should be thanking the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I'll tell you why. Because everything that I read about Republicans is that they want to cut Medicare, right? So any person that we can keep from going on Medicare and keeping that budget low is good. And the Pittsburgh Steelers did their part by signing Patrick Peterson, who, even though it says he's 32, should probably be on Medicare by this point. He's been in this league almost as long as I've been alive. I know it says 32. I don't think he really is 32. I think it's probably closer to something like 74. The way I watch him run, the way I see him tackle. So, yeah. So we as a country should thank the Pittsburgh Steelers for keeping one more person off of Medicare that should be on it. Um, and to just, like Cameron Sutton was your best player on defense, arguably, last year, not named E.J. Watt. Mm-hmm. And to just like just to completely neglect him is just it's just it's ridiculous. Um, yeah. So they should be met. That said, I do like the Rogan Joby signing. I do like the um, Herbie. I like the Herbie signing a lot. I, I think that's a really good move. And we've said the same thing about the Steelers now for multiple years, which is that it's a flooded basement. Like fixing the pipe doesn't do anything. That's no. like making like redo finishing the finishing the basement doesn't help you. No. You need to fix the pipes, and fixing the pipes means fixing the offensive line mm-hmm. all the way across the board. Nate Herbig is a good first step. We'll see if they can continue following up on that. They need to improve that line. If they do, we may be sitting here talking about how they upset the Baltimore Ravens. Mm-hmm. But as of right now, like it's as of right now, thank God the Browns are there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it'll never be it'll never be bad because the Cleveland Browns will always be there. You can fuck up any way you want if you're the other three teams in the division. The Browns will find a way to do it worse than you. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. And you know what Steelers fans call the Browns? The Browns are the Browns. So they, the real question is, is do you think that the Baltimore Ravens are fucking this Lamar Jackson thing up? Yeah, I do. I do. Let's yeah. get to that right now. Listen, shout out to my boy Wayne Cole. I, I love you, bro. You're doing great things with the Wizards. By the way, he's a reporter, by the way. He's also yeah, a Ravens fan. But, which, by the way, Josh, he wants to keep Lamar Jackson. Which, by, by the way, Raven fans, God bless your heart. I don't think Lamar is the same with you guys. I mean, if he stays with you guys this year, this might be his last year either way. So, Josh, what can you say to the Raven fans? Because I think Raven fans are panicking because they barely signed anybody. Um, I mean, the only thing they signed is probably their backup. Um, and, you know, they let go of, you know, uh, their, I think, uh, the 37-year-old, uh, I forget his name, but the, the Raven yeah. fans knows, knows what I'm talking about. Um, well, that's who you're talking about. 
But anyways, Josh, your thoughts about, about the Ravens and should Ravens fans, should, should they be sad, mid, or should they be worried? Or Yeah, I've seen, I think the best word is worried, right? Yeah, I don't really know. And I'll, I'll have a little bit of an in-depth conversation with you about this. This this one, this one you can tell me, tell me how you really feel about this. Uh, tell me, tell me, tell me. You would say that the Ravens have had a bad offseason, right? Because they haven't signed anybody. They're busy arguing with Lamar Jackson in the headlines every single day about it, right? However, when you look at it closely and you see, you see the Ben Powers thing, you see the Josh Oliver contract, you're like, okay, well – because the Minnesota Vikings were stupid, you're going to get a third round comp pick for Josh Oliver. Cause dude, like he's not even the starting tight end. No. He did nothing for the race. I live in DC. I have to watch more Ravens games than like, I know what to do with like Josh Oliver. Good and proper sucks, but because he signed for a three year, $21 million deal, you're going to get a comp pick out of that. Yeah. Right now a comp pick that you're actually going to deserve. Right, someone who you actually deserve to get the comp pick for is Ben Powers. Ben Powers is good. Ben Powers is good. You're going to get that comp pick from Denver. You're going to get a third round pick mm-hmm. for for Ben Powers. That is for sure. So then you say, okay, well, what else have they done? And the answer is they signed a backup running back to two years, two point two five million in Justice Hill, yeah. and signed some guy named Trayvon Mullen, who I don't know, and I like to I like to think that me and you host an NFL podcast that would keep up on these things. Yeah. Oh, I know, I know, I know. He's good. He's a, he's a, he's a decent, he's corner. decent corner. I like him. Okay. But, so, yeah. then, so then the question becomes, like, what have the Ravens done, right? Right. And the answer, at least in my mind, and you can tell me you feel differently, is they've acquired two third-round comp picks in 2024. Yeah, yeah. And if that's what you've done and you've preserved all of your cap space, are you really losers? No, it's no, no. Because, because Josh, let's keep it real. We know the Ravens can draft. We do. And, like, if all you're doing is just gaining comp picks, like, are you doing it right? Yeah. And I think the answer to that question is yes. Now, we have to see what happens with Lamar. Right, right. right. Lamar is everything yeah. right now. Yeah. But everything I read suggests that there is no quarterback money and that Lamar is either going to have to pay play on the franchise tag or um, or else, Right. That's everything I see. So if Lamar goes somewhere, then great. You know, but something tells me he's not going anywhere. No, no, sadly. And here's what what I'm pissed off about this. And I love Lamar to death. But I'm just at a point point now. Just both both parties should just part ways. Because it's clearly that the Ravens don't want him. And I understand why. Because, I mean, we we know, we we, we don't know what Lamar wants which you're right we don't we don't know uh but i will say this if he does want this this on watson whatever 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 the ravens don't want to be stuck listen but by the way, we all know lamar's talented we all we all know but let's keep it real let's keep it real i think josh you, you probably would agree do you trust lamar staying healthy no i have no. and that's no. where the rate and see people are like well well why would you say that but bro for, for every year lamar's been hurt yeah, that's, that's why we're we, we not saying Lamar sucks. He's talented. Yeah. And which, by the way, Josh, we know running quarterbacks, they don't last long. He's gotten injured in the pocket both of his last two injuries. Yeah, and guess so what? he's not even and, running. And Josh, listen, we love our, I like RG3, but he got hurt the same way. And guess what? That was it for him. 
Now, here's your real question. Here's the real question. Do you think that the Cincinnati Bengals have lost enough for the Ravens to overtake them? Ooh, I think the Ravens are a better team. Yeah? Yeah. Because the Cincinnati Bengals have arguably had the worst free agency. I agree. I I agree. You know what's crazy, Josh, too? And their their fan base would agree with me. Their owner is cheap. Yeah, well, the owner is focused on the number one thing above all things, which is signing Joe Burrow. Yes, yes. Right. They're, all things revolve around Joe Burrow right now. Like, how much is he going to ask for? How much is he going to get? Like, the entire world is trying to figure out what's going to take to sign Joe Burrow. Yeah. The Bengals are at the center of the center, right? And that's why they're being so slow. But while they're being so slow, they've lost Jesse Bates III, they've lost Von Bell, they lost Hayden Hurst, they lost Samaj P. Ryan. They did keep Jermaine Pratt, and I like Jermaine Pratt. I'm, I'm excited for him. Um, and they kept him on a good deal. Mm-hmm. Like, sign, if I had known that Jermaine Pratt... Jermaine something, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, all I'm saying is about the Bengals... Like, I think that deal was really good for the Bengals. Three years, 20.25, with an annual value of 6.75. Now, I know it's fully guaranteed, but who cares, man? Like, you're guaranteeing $20 million to arguable to a 26-year-old linebacker with his entire future ahead of him. That kind of deal is how you build. The problem is that you you lost Hayden Hurst, and you lost Samaje Piran. Now, you kept Trayvon Williams but I've never seen him play, right? Yeah. And so I'm very anxious about the Cincinnati Bengals. Are you anxious at all? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking at the Jets chart. It's not, man, it's, it's, man, it's panicking, bro. And they got to still pay T. Higgins. I mean, I don't know if the owner's going to pay him. I mean, they, they, even though they should. Um, Josh, you're, you're nailing him right in the head. And, you know, if I'm a Bengals fan, they lost Jesse Bates. They lost half of their defense, man. I mean, unless they draft well this year, I mean, then we'll shut up. But, bro, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. And if I'm a Bengals fan, the only how's this, Josh? The good news is at least they they kept their defensive coordinator. Is that is that fair? Well, yeah. I mean, Lou Amarino has gotten the benefit of the doubt from us. I mean, he's earned that, but. If you're the Bengal, like if, if you're another team, how are you not looking at Eli Apple after this free agency period with all these cornerbacks and saying, you know what, we can get him? Yeah. How are you not looking at Trey Flowers? Like it is clear that the Bengals just do not prioritize their own players. Just no, they don't. They don't. They don't. And, and that it just tells you the owner's cheap. Yeah, and like he's all focused on Joe Burrow. There's there's no question. You know who's been really poaching the Bengals players? Um, the Carolina Panthers have been all over this, and so have the Atlanta Falcons. Like, they've been on top of this whole thing. You know, Von Bell and Hayden Hurst went to Carolina, and they have the number one pick. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you think of the Carolina Panthers and oh, the NFL? Well. Oh, oh, well, by the way, Saints uh, signed running back Jamal Williams for a three-year deal. Look at that. Ugh, just another stupid move by the Saints. Well, anyway, yeah. anyway, it's, you, know, yeah, you know what, Josh? It's, it's such a great show. We love breaking news during our show. But anyways, anyways, with that being said, um, um, we're talking about obviously the AFC North right now. But uh, so well, no, we, just fans, we, we love you and God bless you. Okay, real quick, Josh. Um, what do you think of the Carolina Panthers? I want to know. What I think about them? Yeah. Um, 
I'll say I'll just I'll just say this for the Panthers Panther fans. I like their staff. Um, <laughs> obviously, they have Andy Dalton as as a backup. I thought they would have. I thought they would sign Carson Wentz because of the familiar familiar familiarity. How can I say this? Familiarity. What's that word? Familiarity. Um, thank you, thank you, Josh. Ding, ding, ding. With with Frank Wright, with Carson, but obviously that's not happening. So obviously they high sign Andy Dalton. You know, I think I think the owner, I think David Tapper wants Anthony Richardson, Josh. That's my take right now. I think that's what he wants. That's the number one pick. That might sound crazy, but I think with his arm, with that staff, I think Panthers fans would be happy. Now, obviously, you got to get more weapons. I'll obviously, I like the tight end move that they got. They need more weapons, but we, I love that defense. Josh, I feel, you know, to, to me, they're going to be mid this year, but I expect year two with this staff, they're, they're going to be a lot better. I do because I'm, come, on, come on, Josh, because this division is not as great, obviously. But I expect year two with this staff, you know, with, with drafting well, I think they have a chance. I do. Well, it, it's not year two. It's year one um, with this staff. Frank Reich replaced, um, what's his name, um, Steve Wilkes this year. So this will be year one. Yeah. Um, and in year two, that staff won't have their first round draft pick because of that trade of the Bears. And in year one, they won't have DJ Moore, who was their number one wide receiver. Um, I have some advice for the Carolina Panthers, um, their general manager, their fans, everybody who works for the Carolina Panthers. There are 32 teams in the NFL. They all have free agents, right? Yep. But there are 32 teams, not just two, right? There are the Bengals and there are the Saints. Those two do exist. But other teams also have free agents. You only have to look at those two teams because yep. I'm worried that the Carolina Panthers don't realize this. Right. I'm worried that the Carolina Panthers think the only places we can get free agents from are Shy Tuttle and Andy Dalton from the New Orleans Saints yeah. and Hayden Hurst Von Bell from the Cincinnati Bagels. That we, we don't know that there are 28 other teams or, or 29 other teams because you can make a case that aside from Bozeman, everybody's an overpay. Mm-hmm. I like Hayden Hurst as much as the next person. He's not the top of the tight end class. There's no way he's better than Dalton Schultz. And yet he's getting paid $7.25 million a year. I like Von Bell as much as the next guy. And which, by the way, I'm surprised Dalton Schultz has not been signed yet, but keep going. Yeah, go ahead. yeah well, we're, well I, that's a very curious thing, that Dalton Schultz thing. We're, we're going to talk about that when that happens. That oh, might yeah. not happen. Right. Um, but like Von Bell, I like Von Bell as much as the next person. I don't think that he's worth Jordan. I don't think he's as good as Jordan Poyer. I mean, he was somebody I was targeting as a backup. Yeah. For, for if the Bills um, lost Jordan Poyer. I mean, I think he's fine. Like, yeah. I'm not saying he sucks. Yeah. But I am saying that, like, they signed him for big money, too. $7.5 million on, on their cap. Shy Tuttle? I out loud don't like Shy Tuttle. I, I don't think he's good. Um, but they steal him away from New Orleans for $6.5 million. Andy Dalton at $5 million a year is, is probably good. But Andy Dalton is 36 years old yeah. starting the season. Like, this is an issue. Yeah. This is not this is not good. Um, I'm excited about the number one pick just like everybody else, but I don't know who that number one pick is gonna throw to. I don't think they have any wide receivers right now. I think that wide receiver room is a problem. And I remember that um Chase Hubbard, that Chuba Hubbard was injured for part of last year, which makes signing Deontay Foreman all the more important. And I would have rather had him over Jamal Williams. Yeah. Um, all of that being said. I mean, they are not the dumbest team in the division. That would be the New Orleans Saints. Oh, well, let's get to them, my friend. So, 
you know, obviously they decided their car. You know, obviously they have Alvin Kamara. They signed Jameis Winston, so he's their backup. I mean, fuck, they have four uh, quarterbacks now. They have their car, Jameis Winston, Jason Hill. I'm, I don't really count him as a quarterback. I count him as a weapon. And obviously Drake, Lutzen, but who, Lou, Tom, who gives a fuck? Um, but they have Alave, Michael Thomas. Um, I like uh, Rashid Shaheed. Um, you know, I like their defense de- a, a little bit. Um, I like I, I like their coach. Uh, obviously, the Saints told themselves, and obviously they signed Jamal uh, Jamal Williams. Shout out to the Saints, and I think the running game with him and Kamara is going to be fun to watch. Um, and I think you probably would agree with me, John, even though you don't want, want to, uh, because no one's no one's high on Carr, which I get that. But I feel like with Carr and his team, I was by the way how it's going. Um, I know they're caps caps track, and I get that. But for me, with Derek Carr and his team, they should be the favorites for this division. Yeah, we're in total disagreement. I know, I know we are. We, I know we are. Uh, I mean, I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. But today, today's what? March? Um, it's Wednesday, March what? 15, 16, 17, 16? What is it? March what? It's the day before my birthday. It's March 15th. Oh, happy birthday. Look at happy that. birthday tomorrow. Tomorrow is my birthday. By the way, Josh will be happy, happy early birthday. Oh, thank from, you. From, from, from the Vince Size podcast show. How about that? How about that? Um... Yeah, we just we out loud disagree. Um, I don't know if you know this, but Cade Cade Nellis is really, really good. Like he's good and proper good. Yeah. Okay. Last year, I'm gonna read you some stats, right? I'm gonna read you some stats right now. Right, about, about Cade Nellis and his and his stats right now. I'm gonna surprise you. He's a round seven pick. Okay, round seven. All right. Last year for the New Orleans Saints, 17 games played. Nine of them started, so he starts in the middle of the year. Ask me what he did in those nine games. What did he do in those nine games? Seven sacks, 74 tackles, 41 of them solo, 33 assisted, and two forced fumbles. That's the kind of player that you bet on. That's and young, really, really young, really young, right? 27 years old, perfect, prime of the career. You know who made that bet? Who? Who got him? The Atlanta Falcons, because they watch the they they watch the league, right? Shy Tuttle, as much as I like don't like him, as much as I don't think that he's good, right? You can't afford to lose your depth. No, like, no. The, Saints, the whole reason the Saints were competitive in the first place was because of their defense. Yeah, they yeah. lost Kate Nellis. They lost Shy Tuttle. They lost Marcus Davenport. Davenport is the one that you want. Yeah, Davenport is the defensive end. I, I know you want Cam Jordan. But, yeah. like, you need Marcus Davenport on the other side, especially for an Asian Cam Jordan. Yeah. And they couldn't keep him. They just couldn't keep him. Now, look, I don't like Deontay Hardy. I, I think that he's good and proper, like, sucky. And it, it sucks <laughs> to me that they had to, like, that they that they lost, that Buffalo signed him. But, like, you're, you're hemorrhaging from the place that you can't afford to hemorrhage from yeah. in order to keep Derek Carr. Right, in order to sign Derek Carr. Now, Chris Olave is going to love Derek Carr because Derek Carr can throw him open in ways that Andy Yalton just can't. Just I agree. Yeah, um, Jameis Winston can, but like Derek Carr is better than Jameis Winston. I'm willing yes. to give that. But Derek Carr is bad. Okay, he's had one good year, and that was under Rich Basaglia, not under John Gruden. True, true. But let me ask you. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Let's be fair. Let's be fair. Listen, sure. honestly, I think that is not only it's a good defense by the coach, but the Saints were good last year because why? Because of their defense. So, Josh, so I'll say this: with obviously with the up of Derek Carr. Now, I don't know who their OC is. I don't know, but I will. I will say this: 
I mean, I mean, out of all these four teams, right, on this division, I mean, who do you trust? Which team do you trust beating the Saints? I mean, because you me, know who me, I'm going to say. Oh, don't, um, can I guess? Can I guess? But the, yeah, but the truth is that I can trust two I can trust two teams. Do you want to get to the one that I trust more or the one that I trust less? I'm going to get, let me guess. Let me guess the okay. first team. The Falcons. Yes. The Falcons okay. are my favorite right now. Okay. Um, I love the Falcons. So, Jody, shout out to you. Okay. I think the Falcons are going to be really good and proper good. I think they're going to surprise people. I think they're not only doing it the right way, they're signing people to normal sized contracts. That's fair. They're poaching some of the they're poaching some of the division's top talent. Um, mm-hmm. as I told you before, I love L-O-V-E, Caden Ellis. I think Caden Ellis is good and proper good. Just because you've never heard of him doesn't mean he's bad. He had 17 games played. He started nine of them and got seven sacks in those games that he started. Mm. that's good in nine games to have seven sacks that's exciting right maybe even go so far as to say hassan reddick kind of exciting Mm. yeah like i'm i'm excited about keith smith they got him for nothing um as a fullback um they trade for johnny smith and he restructures uh taylor heineke as a backup for seven million is totally fine right? Like whatever people are backups, you know, um, I would have rather had Jacoby Brissett, but whatever, right. <laughs> you want Desmond Ritter to have a real shot and Taylor Heineke will give you a real shot and God forbid he gets um, injured. You have, um, you have Taylor Heineke. If God forbid Ritter gets injured, you have Taylor Heineke ready to give you that boom right away. Yeah. Um, I just told you, I love Caden Ellis. They also got David Onyemata. Um, who I know you haven't heard of, but he was a key cog in the Saints defense. He was, he was. was. Uh, They re-signed Caleb McGarry. They re-signed him to like low money. They keep um, Chris Lidstrom, which I didn't think they were going to be able to do. I thought he was going to be like the next big guard. And they signed him to a record deal, which I wish they hadn't done, but whatever. And they signed Jesse Bates. Like, and they get all of these players by looking at the entire league. Bates comes from Cincinnati. Kate Nellis comes from New Orleans in their division. Taylor Heineke, Washington, right? And it sucks to lose Isaiah Oliver, but, like, whatever. You're bound to lose some people. Like, people go to other teams. Like, it happens every year that you have some turnover. And we will get to the 49ers. Like, I liked what the 49ers did. But right now, for this division, I think the Saints are I, – I think the Falcons are on the come. The Saints are on the downslope. Um, and that the Panthers – it's just too soon. You just don't know whether they're coming or going. But I no, think- you know what, Josh? I'm with you. I, you know what? I like what they're doing, too. My only question for them is going to be quarterback. Yeah. Um, but you don't – I mean, but the issue with the quarterback is that, like, you don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, you right, don't right, know right. whether he's going to be good or whether he's going to be bad because you haven't seen anything either. You haven't seen anything that suggests anything. But you right. do know that their running game is going to be good, which yeah. is something you don't know about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, Tyler Aguilar. Oh, my goodness. Cordell Patterson, my goodness. Well, Josh, I, I got a friend of mine, you know, from Locker Room. His name is Josh as well. He's a reporter. He used to be a reporter for the Patriots. Then he went to, you know, went to, to be a reporter for the Bucs because Brady was there. Oh, and I know that stuck... guy. I've talked to him a couple times. Oh, Keep yeah. Going. Oh, yeah. So, so Josh, Bucs fans are listening to this podcast. You know, any advice for Bucks fans and for Josh Allen? It's not really going to be as bad as you think. Yeah, I'm with. I'm actually but with you. 
I, I, I like the Baker Mayfield signing, not because I like Baker Mayfield, but because I like him probably the same as Derek Carr. Mm. Like, I don't really think Derek Carr is that much of an upgrade over Baker Mayfield. Don, I, do you think it's possible that Baker Mayfield could have the same same year what Geno Smith had the, last year? Is that possible? No. But do I think that he can have the same year that Derek Carr had last year? Sure. Okay. And what does that mean? Right. If you have the 15th best quarterback in the NFL, where does that put you in the NFC South? Does that put you at the top of the division? If Mike Evans and Chris Godwin stay healthy, I think the answer to that question is yes. Yes. Right. And you can argue with me. I'm not necessarily nailing it down, No. but I do think that it makes you better than the saints. Yeah. Right. And look, full disclosure to, to, um, to, um, box fans, it's going to be bad. <laughs> like it's going to be rough. There is a clear downgrade from Tom Brady to Baker Mayfield. No matter what they're doing with Baker, Baker Mayfield is worse than Tom Brady. And, and the oh ball, you're going to how feel, worse? How worse? <laughs> oh, it's it's much worse, right? But you're going to give Aaron Stinney another shot at guard. Um, He got injured last year. People were really expecting big things from Aaron Stinney. Ryan Jensen is going to be back healthy. You still have Tristan Wirfs. You were able to re-sign Levante David um, on a one-year $7 million deal, which is great. Um, And, you know, Anthony Anthony Nelson also re-signed for something really low. You were able to lose Raheem Nunez-Roches. And surprisingly, you kept Jameel Dean. I thought Jamil Dean was going to go somewhere different me as too, well. Me too. I thought it was, I thought it was going to be in Detroit, but go ahead. Yeah. Don't look now, man. But if they keep Sean Murphy bunting, like it's pretty good secondary. Yeah, Alton yeah. Davis, Sean Murphy bunting, and Jamil Dean, like there's worse secondaries in the NFL. Like I think their defense is going to be fine. On on offense, like you're starting at a good place. It's not necessarily going to be going to a good place. But there's worse receiving core. I, I will tell you this. Carolina would love to have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans and Russell Gage. They're, they're all better than anything that um, Carolina has. I agree. Well, no shit. I mean, I mean, of course, of course. But, like, are they going to make the playoffs again? And I think the answer to that no. question is is probably no. You know, but, that right, leads because they us. The NFC wild card? It's possible. Well, I mean, right? It, it's it's like it's possible, but it's unlikely. <laughs> like right. like John, like we say, anything's possible. Like KG says. Well, a- anything is possible as long as you're not the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> like that applies to everybody, but the Los Angeles Rams. <laughs> they're like the Los Angeles Rams are the one team where anything is not possible. Like <laughs> you know they're what? the one team that where you have to just be like, look, you know, it's time to eat your vegetables. And they thought they were eating their vegetables this year. <laughs> they're really going to eat their vegetables next year. Next year, they're really gonna. It's going to be a problem next year. I'll just say. I'll. I'll just say that they're they're in trouble for for next year. What do you think? Do you think the Rams are okay? Well, Josh, we got our, our friend of ours, Darnell Darnell Porter, and several fans are Ram fans. So my my aunt Terry is also a Ram fan as well. So. Josh, I'm with you because I think they miss Brad Holmes, and it's and, and it's obvious. I mean, since Brad Holmes left, I don't think the Rams have been drafting well. I mean, they have been drafting decent, but not like Brad Holmes type of what what Brad Holmes has done in Detroit. So, for me, I don't like what I see. I don't. No, and then obviously, no, there's a front. 
Obviously, they're trying to trade Allen Robinson. No one's going to trade trade for that contract. So good luck with that. Um, their best player, sadly, is Cooper Cup. And boy, wouldn't it be great if he goes anywhere? Like Josh, that... you know what's crazy? If I'm Aaron yeah. Donald, I'm I, if I'm Aaron Donald, seriously, I'm retiring. Well, I mean, there's. But he's a, not going to. He's not going. To. Yeah, there's about sixty million dollars over two years that say that he's not going anywhere. But so, so I think he'll probably retire in about two years. But yeah, but Ram fans. But at, the day, Josh, at the end of the day, Ram fans don't give a fuck because at the end of the day, they got a Super Bowl. Let and me ask you it. a question. Let me ask you a serious oh, go question. Ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Do you think? that the earth will deliberately slow itself down so that the end of the day is a lot longer for Rams fans than it is for every other person in the NFL. In other words, if you're a Rams fan, right, and, and like you're saying, like, well, at the, end of the day, at the end of the day, it will be this way, right? Do you think that the earth is deliberately going to slow its access just to make your day longer than the average NFL fan? Because I do. I mean, here's my answer. It's going to be cosmically bad, okay? That's my prediction. It is going to be cosmically bad next year. Not normal bad, cosmically bad. About the only thing you can say that's great for the Rams, right, is that they were able to get out from Matt Gay. Yeah. That is a nuts contract. Like, that contract is insane. And guess what? They have no kickers right now. But, like, I'm all in on Leonard Floyd. I actually want Troy Hill. Like, I don't know why other teams aren't picking these, this, this team apart. Like, because, because John, they're stupid. Some other teams are stupid. Keep going. Like, don't you want – like, if the 49ers signed Sean Robinson as a, as a swing defensive end, right, for one year, $4 million, wouldn't you be excited? I'd be excited. Oh, I'll fuck talk- yeah. I mean, fuck yeah. I mean, well, you know Kyle Shanahan. He wants Depp. Depp, win- Depp wins your games. Yeah, and, like – I, I just like I'm I'm ex- like I would be picking them apart to be quite honest with you. Like I'm excited about Troy Hill. I'll be honest with you. I wanted Troy Hill as a Jordan Poyer replacement. Like I thought Troy Hill was good in yeah. the games I saw of him. I know Leonard Floyd is good, and they're just cutting him. Yeah. Like yeah. If you're if you're the Houston Texans, you don't want to give up a seventh round pick for Leonard Floyd. I would have. Yeah, I would have. Right so Josh, to, to Josh, to make Grand fans happy, so for my end, Terry. For Darnell Porter, what can you say about Ram fans? I will make to Rams make them happy. I'm going to make Rams fans happy right now. Um, while we're while we're on the subject of of the Rams, um, and that for, there's going to be two things that are going to make you happy from a football. Uh, well, you know what? We'll end with the football, but we'll start with the joke. First off, Los Angeles has been suffering from a lot of wildfires, and they've just been ignoring these wildfires all across California. And because the Rams are going to suck that hard, it will finally force the government to look into these wildfires and to take care of the environment. Because to turn your attention to watch the Los Angeles Rams will just be anguish, right? So the government officials that spend their Sundays watching the Rams will finally get off their ass and improve this fire, fire, uh, this wildfire situation. So that's number one. And by the way, breaking news, breaking news, Panthers plan to sign Miles Sanders. Anyways, go ahead. Okay, I've got breaking news as well. Um, a fire truck, after hearing this podcast, decided that they were going to go to the wildfire sites of um, California and get started because they hate the Rams that much. Um, all right. The second thing that will make Rams fans happy um, is that you are still not the worst team in the division. 
The Cardinals are still. Oh, no. <laughs> that's a vote, John. That's a fact. Which, by the way, we'll get to them. We'll, let's take the best team for that. No, How let's do that, it John? now. Let's go to the Cardinals right now. That's why. Oh, I... yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. So, so, Josh, please make. Can you please. I don't know if there is Cardinal fans, but can you. That's right. The Cardinal fans. What's your advice for Cardinal fans? Should they. Should Cardinal, obviously, the, the answer is no. That I was going to ask you. Should Cardinal fans. Can, can you. Oh, Josh. Oh, two things. Can you make Cardinal fans happy? And two, no. two, two, what can you do to make Cardinal fans feel happy? You can replace the field. That's what you can do to replace to make Cardinals fans happy. You can convince them to pick one or the other, right? Just pick one or the other. It's okay, all right? Do what every other team except for the Raiders have done. Just pick one. It's either grass or it's AstroTurf. It's fine. It doesn't matter which one you pick. Just pick one, okay? And then go with it. Okay? And stop lifting up the field every fucking week to replace the hybrid knot you have. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous on its face, okay? Like, only the Arizona Cardinals, only the Arizona Cardinals would think that losing Byron Murphy and Zach Allen was the right way to go. Those are your young players. They're your 25 years old. Those are the guys that you build around. Nah, fuck it. Let's sign Kelvin Beachum, 34 years old. Unbelievable with the Cardinals. No, I can't make you happy, Cardinals fan. There's nothing I can say. To make you happy, I can say something about the Seattle Seahawks. Let's go, Seattle fans. Oh, my shout out to me to combo. She's a Seattle Seahawks fan. I said all the Seahawks fans because Joshua B and Vincent will make you guys happy. So let me start first with Joshua B. You know yeah. what? I like their own line. Okay, shout out to Geno Smith. Okay, it's going to be interesting to see when they drop their future quarterback, either this year or next year. I, I expect next year. Um, but no, but seriously, I like. What the, what are the heads? Uh, where are their heads going? Um, obviously they got to fix their defense first, and when they fix their defense, then they could probably challenge the Niners. But as of right now, I'm not scared of them right now. As of right, not yet, but you know, but they're but they got the head start. I mean, they're obviously going to be better than the Rams and then the Cardinals. So that's not saying much. But Josh would be. You can finish it off with saying, should Seattle fans be happy? Which I think they say should be. And should the Seattle Seahawks should be happy about the future and then the draft? Let me make this plain to Seattle Seahawks fans, okay? They have four wins coming no matter what. Oh, shit. The Arizona Cardinals and the Los Angeles Rams will gift you four wins to start the year. Okay? <laughs> it does not matter. It does not. I, I understand the rest of your schedule is hard. You have an immediate four wins before the season even starts because those other two teams are so bad. Additionally, while you may not like the Seattle defense, I'm fine if your defensive ends are Draymond Jones and Jerron Reed. Right. Those are fine. Those are starters. Now, whether they're like home run starters, that might be a different story. But Draymond Jones made made splash plays last year. He was a key part of that Denver defense that we kept talking about all year long. How's Denver staying in these games? Denver has a good defense. Denver has a good defense. Yeah. One of those pieces that was really good was Draymond Jones. He's, He's one of those players who we all thought was going to get like mega paid and he didn't get mega paid. I mean, he got $17 million a year, but that's normal. Yeah. That's normal for a defensive end. Yeah. And Deron Reed went for $5.4 million. He was somebody who I was looking at the 49ers and saying, you know what, if you're going to lose a minute, there's worse players on the market than Jerron Reed. He's fine. 
So I think that defense is getting better. I've seen worse defenses on the in the NFL yeah. than than what the Seahawks have going for them. Um, the people that they've lost, like Rashad Penny, Travis Homer, like whatever. <laughs> exactly. Like you've got Kenneth Walker the third. You don't need any either of those guys. And like Cody Barton was like like who cares? All <laughs> exactly. right? like and we went through the we went through the NFC East and I didn't mention Cody Barton. I told I talked to you all about the commanders and yeah. I skipped over Cody Barton. I skipped over him on purpose. <laughs> like so as far as the Seahawks go, like it's true they have to get better, right, on defense, but they're in the spot to do it. They've got the fifth pick in the draft. I'm in disagreement with you. I think they're going to end up taking a quarterback, to be quite honest with you. Ooh. Hey, let me ask you this. Who do you think that, that it's, it's the Pete Carroll quarterback? Well, okay. So the draft in my mind is going to play one of two ways. Okay. The first way is the normal way. Okay. Somebody gets in David Tepper's ear and says, look, dude, I know you like all the measurables of Anthony Richardson, and I know that you think that we're going to develop quarterbacks with Frank Reich and everybody, but <laughs> dude, Anthony Richardson has a long way to go. And I, I know that you saw Josh Allen once upon a time <laughs> think that it's going to be exactly the same. It's just going to be a meteoric rise. I'm here to remind you of Jamarcus Russell. I'm here to remind you of yeah. Leaf. I'm here to remind you that there are just a ton you're not of wrong. Quarterbacks who had all the measurables in the world and had all the arms and wanted. all the arm strength and who just couldn't read a defense to save their life, you know, <laughs> yeah, know. like Anthony Richardson, right? So, like, call, slow your roll and either PJ Stroud or Bryce Young, just do the normal thing, dude. And that's one option. And if that happens, then I believe that whoever, like, that then it will probably be Anthony Richardson and he'll get an opportunity to learn behind um he'll get an opportunity to learn behind Geno Smith because there's one thing you can say about Pete Carroll and John Schneider it's that they are not racist from Russell Wilson to Geno Smith to <laughs> Anthony Richardson yeah, yeah. they don't give a fuck about race in fact they're willing to bench the white guy even though his name was Drew Locke <laughs> you're right so you're like, right. So, like, give Seattle credit in that run. And, and that's, the cra- that's the normal way. That's how this should play out. Yeah. However, here's what I think is going to happen. Well, tell me, tell me. I think Carolina is stupid. Now, oh, you can okay. say that it's because of their free agency, or you can just say that it's because of everything since Cam Newton has been dumb in one way or another. And they will probably take Anthony Richardson at the number one pick. And there will be all kinds of shockwaves – and Houston will like throw a party because they'll have an opportunity. Yeah, Bryce Young. They'll have an opportunity to take either Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, you know, and have their pick of the litter. And then Indianapolis will probably end up taking Will Levis. And if that's the case, then you really have a reason to celebrate if you're Seattle. Like, I mean, you could make a case. Like, in my eyes, CJ Stroud and Bryce Young are a complete level. Like a solid, I agree. Level above Will Levis and and like four levels above Anthony. I agree. But like, if one of those two falls to five, right? Be, assuming Arizona doesn't know what they're doing, which is a safe assumption. Which I think they're going. I, I think they're going. Honestly, here's my prediction, Josh. I yeah. think Arizona trades back, or they'll pick a defensive player. Yeah, and here's my prediction. I predict that Arizona doesn't know how to answer a phone. And that even though they're getting offers that because they don't know how to like 
work on non-mobile phone in their war room or that they have like shitty reception, yeah. right? That they aren't able to trade back and they end up selecting somebody you've never heard of. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's Jalen Carter, but it's more likely to be someone you've never heard mock to them. Somebody stupid. Um, I don't know. Yeah. And by, oh. by the way, speak of the Packers, Packers, by the way. You know, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be Bijou Robinson. Yeah. And you're going to be like, dude, why are you picking a running back? I know exactly. Bijou Robinson's amazing. Well, why are you talk, pick- by the way, by the way, speaking of, speaking of the Packers, by the way, they have agreed with a long snapper, but who cares? But Matt Orzek, formerly of the Rams, uh, he wins a wing with LA, hands to Green Bay. Look at that. All right. All right. Swing so it back to Seattle just very quickly. Seattle is the only team that I think can compete with the San Francisco 49ers. We both agree. We both agree. Um, So we both agree. So let's get those San Francisco 49ers. Oh, yeah. No, no. We are, we are balling. We, gosh. See, and Niner fans are panicking the fuck on, like, like, you know how bad, listen, I know my fan base, they're great. They travel, they travel well, yada, yada, yada. But, Josh, they got to be amazed with these moves. Getting Sam Darnold as a third string, you know, I would not be surprised if they drop another quarterback because because Kyle likes to do that. I mean, I mean, the more depth, the better, right? Um, you know, listen, man, and I would not be surprised if they sign a receiver. Uh, that's what I think they'll do. Um, and I think I'm hoping they'll get another tight end, uh, another tight, either get a tight end in the draft or they'll get a tight um, um, or t- tight end two in in, in free see I'm I'm hearing they might want Mike Sasicki. Or maybe maybe Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper used to play with Kyle Shanahan uh, for the system, so we'll, maybe we can get him with Kittle. No, but seriously, I like the moves. Um, we just signed Isaiah Oliver. I like I like it. Uh, that's going to be for depth. I like it. Um, you know, and the fans were panicking. And guess what, fans? We got eleven picks. We signed. Um, you know, Clinton Farrell. By the way, a former first rounder. By the way, Chris Caceres is, is going to make that man get paid. Um, and we're not done yet. We're not done yet, Josh. Uh, obviously, we still, we still got to sign a kicker. Either we don't – if we don't sign a kicker, we're probably going to drop a kicker in the draft, which I'm okay with. So, either way, Josh, if you're a Niners fan, the biggest winner of all for industry is us because I can back that up, Jordan Harbaugh. You know, obviously, we got Sam Darnold. But but Kyle is winning this because of that. And people are going to be like, well, Clint Farrell. But Clint Farrell is a former first-rounder. First round, and Josh – What's it, what, 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 what if I told you? Chris Kasarik gets the lineman paid. You got Artie Key paid. DJ Jones. You know, Charlie Yemenu. Can I keep going, Josh? Can I keep yeah, going? you can, but I want to – there's one thing I'm worried about with the San Francisco 49ers and only one thing. I, first off, I think you have the best team, especially if Darius Slay ends up leaving Philadelphia. Um, but – I think you have the best team in the NFL. I think that you have a really solid defense. I'm not worried at all about your defense. I think your defense rocks. I think the only thing that we need now is to get another tackle, but keep going. Wow. You read my mind. Yeah. That's it. That's the, that's the only thing I'm worried about with the San Francisco 49ers is what are you going to do? And quite frankly, to be entirely honest with you, I might even trade up to go get it. Like I, like when you're looking at this roster top to bottom, everything except for tackle is solid. Yes. Like you can make a case that maybe you need a backup linebacker right after losing Aziz, but whatever, dude, like if that's your biggest worry, if your biggest worry is I lost Aziz Al Shahir, Al Shahir, then you're doing it right. 
Right. Like, you're right about Sam Darnold. He's light years. He's better now than Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Signed him for nothing. Yeah. For third string quarterback. Like, losing Jimmy Ward, 32-year-old Jimmy Ward, grow up. And also, like, and also, and also Josh, would you be surprised if Sam Darnold plays well in a Kyle Shanahan offense? This is probably the best play caller he's ever had. To my former co-host, um, Snugans, who, was, um, who, like, loves the 49ers, like, grow a pair of balls. Like, if you find yourself stressing about Samson at Ebicom, about Charles Amenehue, about Hassan Ridgeway, about all these guys who are backups on every other team, including yours, but thrive because they find themselves suddenly in the spotlight because they're playing for the San Francisco 49ers and kicking ass, then you need to grow up a little bit. Exactly, yeah. Like, teams lose free agents all of the time. Oh, they you always do. First, yeah. you won't be the last, and you will replenish the depth. And on top of that, you're going to end up getting comp picks for all of these guys. Exactly. The only one that I dislike, the only player who um, who I disliked you guys losing was Charles Amenehu. Yeah, and that's Everybody nice. else is totally responsible. And the only reason that I dislike you losing Charles Amenehu is because it was only two years, $16 million. Yeah, yeah. Like, in my eyes, if that's really the contract, like, if that's really, if that report is true, and that's really it, then you should probably be upset with um, with your general manager. I, I know that he's a figurehead. I forget what his name is. John Lynch. Uh, Don Lynch. There you go. John Lynch should have been on the phone. If that's really the number, then he should have found a way to make it work. But, uh, like, I'm not sure that it's really the number. I'm, I'm seeing also two years, $20 million. You know, and if it's twenty million, then maybe you're fine at signing Cleveland Farrell for like a minimum deal, which is what it looks like you did. You know, um, but yeah, I'm not sure they're done. And the one thing I would do if I were the 49ers, the one place where I would really like try and trade up, try and get a guy in, would be right tackle. But we're on the same page, dude. Dude, they're the most complete team in the NFC, yeah. and you can make a case that the only team that even rivals them in all of football is the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, yeah, and also, you know what? Honestly, though, honestly, Josh, I, what I think is what's next is I think they're complete. They're probably going to draft a corner, which I would have surprised me. Obviously, they're going to draft a tackle. It's obviously what they're going to do, and obviously, they're going to draft a tight end. Kittle's replacement pretty soon, which I'm okay with. Which, by the way, this tight end class is pretty damn pretty good. Yeah. Um, I think their next moves are going to get one year deals with defensive ends. I mean, obviously, we got we signed Clint Farrell. Um, I mean, shit, would it surprise me if we signed? And you know, a Yannick Ngakwe for one year, you know, or maybe, maybe Frank Clark. No, because I'm looking yeah. at my depth Which chart veteran right now. No, 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 Josh, I'm looking at my depth chart right now. Um, obviously, they're going to add Clayton Farrell, okay? Um, but we need more – we need two more guys, which it would have surprised me if Maurice Hurst is back, you know, um, you know, uh, Hyder is back. So, so, in other words, Josh, I'm not worried. I'm not. And you can't blame me because, Josh, Why? We have 11 damn picks in the NFL draft. This is, have, this we spent, have we ignored the Kansas City Chiefs for long enough? Yeah, we have. Have we ignored them long enough, or do you want to keep ignoring them? No, no, it's, it's just fun. We're making the show fun. Yeah, we Kansas City Chiefs fans, we know, Lisa Fox, we know that you're here for the Kansas City talk, and we're, we're finally going to get to it. Um, it's Go ahead. Like, it's ridiculous, the Kansas <laughs> City Chiefs, the way they replenish is a joke like it's it's stupid how they replenish like they're supposed to be worse this year not better 
and you can make a case that they're better this year than they were last year. Now we still have to see what's going to happen with Orlando Brown Jr. Mm-hmm. But Jawan Taylor is a fine replacement, especially yep. at the money that he's getting paid. He was outstanding, and he's only 25 years old, so he's yep. on his way up, not on his way down. A Minihu is four years younger than Frank Clark, yep. and and p- quite possibly is going to get paid, you know, less than yep. Frank Clark is going to end up getting. And like the big problem. The big criticism that I have, at least for the Chiefs, is the way they just let Andrew Wiley just leave. I, yeah. I that's a little ridiculous. That if you knew that it was only going to be eight million dollars a year to keep Andrew Wiley, you especially at Andrew Wiley's age at twenty eight and a half, like you owed it to like yourself to be like, are we sure we we don't want to match that? Because that might end up biting you, but biting um, biting them in the ass. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but right now, like. I know you lost Juju Smith-Schuster, and that sucks. Maybe you end up getting your hands on Odell Beckham Jr. Like, that would be fine. If, if Odell Beckham Jr. is going to end up taking a one-year deal, it's going to be with Kansas City. I heard they might get DJ Shark, but we'll see if they do. Yeah, and, like, DJ Shark, like, needs to go there. Because right now, I mean, look, dude, I don't watch as, like, so, okay, so they have this new show on Discovery. Oh, boy. Like, are you, like, are you a ghost? Like, is there a ghost? And it's, like, all about studying the paranormal. And I, I heard they went into like DJ Shark's house and they, they saw DJ Shark. They heard DJ Shark picking up like different stuff, but they couldn't see it <laughs> the same way you can't see DJ Shark when he's on a football field. He really needs, he really needs. I mean, hey, you said the same thing. Well, I mean, shit. I mean, fuck, John. I'm not, not, not John. John. I mean, fuck, fuck it. Why not? I mean, they, you know, they got Mooney. Did a chart? Why not? Why not? Right? Why well, not? here's Why? my here's my take on the Kansas City Chiefs, and you're go gonna ahead, go ahead, go ahead. whether I'm this, right this, or I'm Chiefs wrong. Because the Chiefs fans are gonna listen to this. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Here, do you tell me if you think this is the truth? Go okay. Ahead. This is sort of where I come down. The Chiefs are making a bet with the entire NFL. Yes, they are. They're going to build a wall in front of Patrick Mahomes, and they're gonna say, as long as we have our guy Patrick Mahomes, you can't beat us. Doesn't matter what assembly of talent you have on defense. Doesn't matter what we have on defense. Doesn't matter what you have on offense. We're going to protect Patrick Mahomes. We're going to throw all our resources in the offensive line because we believe so much in Patrick Mahomes that it makes no difference what anybody else has, us included, right? And we're going to see if that bet pays off this year because they're going to be weaker. They're going to miss Miko Hardman. Um, and I know because they have Kadarius Tony. You know, <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna miss Miko Hardman. They're gonna miss Juju Smith Schuster because Kadarius Tony is not a viable receiving weapon. And Sky Moore showed us that he was not as good as Juju Smith Schuster or Miko Hardman, no. uh, even once he got on the field. So they will either draft wide receivers or they will sign somebody at a discount. Right. If I'm Odell Beckham Jr., I could be the number one option. I really could. I could be the number one option um, for for the Kansas City Chiefs. And that's awfully intriguing. I'd be really interested if I were Odell Beckham Jr. and interested in getting money and winning at the same time. Yeah. You know, you're right. You're right. And also, the Niners are also interested in him. So, I mean, fuck, Niners, low key, maybe the Niners might. I'm talking about saying the Niners, but. They're they're also interested in him. I mean, I mean, yeah. also, I mean, so, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. 
I mean, shit, well, that, 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 listen, Josh, 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 that would be hard for the Niners. I mean, Niners fans would well, be, yeah. uh, that, they would be excited. But, anyways, anyways. So, well, no, before you go on, all I'm going to say is that the Kansas City Chiefs have the same advantage that the 49ers have. They have four wins automatically. Do not pass go, do not collect 200 when they face the Raiders and they face the Broncos. Oh, I know. So, I know. Well, you know what? You know what? Since, since we're going there, we got to make fun of those teams. So let's go with the Raiders first. So, Dr- okay. Josh, prayers for the Raiders fans. So go ahead, go for Prayers for everybody on the Raiders. Prayers for everybody on the Raiders, right? Everybody. Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, yeah. whoever their center is. First off, they don't even have an offensive line. No, they don't. their problem. That yeah. was their problem last year. It was their problem last offseason. And it will continue to be their problem this year. They haven't signed any – hold on. Let it me was... make sure I'm 100% right on this. Yeah. They haven't addressed – they haven't signed anybody, anybody for offensive line. They had $60 million in cap room. That was the whole point of cutting Derek Carr in the first place was that you were going to get all of that cap room. And instead of going after offensive linemen, Andrew Wiley would have fit perfectly for there. Caleb McGarry would have been perfect there. Nate, Nate, Nate Grunning, who we talked about earlier, like Ben Powers, all these players would have helped the Raiders. What about Garrett Stidham, right? What about Jacoby Brissett? It doesn't matter who you have a quarterback if you're the Raiders. You need an offensive line. You have nobody. It's like, you remember that commercial with ESPN where they were like, what does your team need? And they showed the Houston Texans and Derek Carr. And Derek Carr had like one guy in front of him, the center, yeah. and yeah. no offensive line. That's what's going on with the Raiders. Yeah. And instead of signing like offensive linemen, which would have been smart, you signed the two most overrated players in all of free agency in Jimmy Garoppolo and Jacoby Myers. Unbelievable. I get it that you came from New England. We all know. We've heard it before. We've heard where you're from, Josh McDaniels, and it sucks. Yeah. We've heard where you're from, and it sucks, right? Like, we know that Tom Brady was, like, the all-time greatest quarterback ever. We mm-hmm. get it. He got their job. Jimmy Garoppolo is not Tom Brady. And what is further is that Jimmy Garoppolo can't throw the ball 30 yards. Yeah. The very first time Devontae Adams gets open, and he will get open, and the ball ends up five yards short of where Devontae Adams is running into the end zone, you remember who said it on the Vince Size podcast. Yeah. That they will absolutely, all Raider fans will absolutely throw their hands up in the air and be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I, listen, Josh, I've been doing that when Jimmy was on my team. Oh, oh man. I mean, this man, this man makes, oh, oh my it's God. It's like they didn't even pay attention. Yeah. Do you okay. know what I mean? So, yeah. I'm going to so do this they to Josh. Suck. I'm gonna, I'm, no, no, no. Josh, I'm going to do this to Josh, Josh McDaniels, all right? I'm going to do this. One more, time, one more time. One more time because they deserve it. Because Josh, let's be real. Let's Josh, be Jacob, real. Josh Jacob, Josh Jacob does not want to be there. Well, of course not. Of and course then not. now Devontae Adams don't want to be there now. Well, no, I mean it's like it's the two biggest middle fingers that you could give to your two best players. Yeah. Like yeah. Devontae Adams isn't going to be able to like it doesn't even matter. Like you're basically telling Devontae Adams it doesn't even matter if you can't get open because our quarterback can't get you the ball. That's and also, Josh, I mean, hey, Jimmy Jean went to Las Vegas for the girls, right? I mean, fuck. And then Josh. number two, right, 
is that like if you're talking to Josh Jacobs, you're like, look, dude, you're gonna run against stack boxes, not because you're that good. Yeah, right. You're gonna run against stack boxes because they don't have to defend the pass beyond 20 yards because our quarterback can't throw it that far. Yeah. So you're gonna face stronger defensive fronts, not because you're deserving of it, but because our quarterback sucks that hard. <laughs> Goodness that the Denver Broncos, you know, like we used to make fun of two coaches. It was Nathaniel can't hack it. And it was Josh McFraud McDaniel. And, you know, it may be the only difference between those two that puts the Denver Broncos at third place. (laughs) So, by the way, John, we'll get to that. You know what? Okay, Josh, Josh will be. What do you got to say to Bronco fans? And, you know, Bronco fans are excited. We got Sean Payton. We got the the Walmart owner. Let's go. Let's go. We got to make some noise. Which, by the way, shout out to my boy, Doug Watson. He believes in Sean Payton. But Josh will be, do you have any words to say to the Bronco fans? Okay, listen, I will be honest with you, Bronco. I, I, I do not have a studio job. Okay. <laughs> I've never been on the Fox morning pregame show. I've never sat next to Terry, Howie, and Jimmy. I've never sat next to Kurt Menefee. I've never watched games with them. I've never spent time with the Fox pregame show at all. I'll be honest with you, again, when Sean Payton was a head coach like three years ago, you know, with the with the Saints, or it's two years ago. Yeah. But yeah, but that second year, but he was suspended, right? Am I wrong on that? No, he got you're suspended. Not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. No, you're not wrong. Yeah, yeah, he got suspended. So it's been three years, right? So I don't know what he was doing in those three years' time. I'll tell you what I know, but you know who I do know? What? You know who I do know? I, I do know what somebody was doing during those last three years. And that's Mike McGlinchey. Mm. I know that he was falling on his ass over and over and over again. I know it sounds like a joke. I know we have the joke sounder. It's the truth. And you know, <laughs> it's right. Like Mike McGlinchey spent more time on his ass than me. And I have a remote coding job. I sit on my, that's what I do for a living. I sit on my ass and I examine records and they pay me for that. That's my job, right? So I should be, I'm in a chair. Mike McGlinchey's job is to be a right tackle and protect, um, to be a left tackle and to protect um, the blind side of quarterbacks. He should not be on his ass. I should be. And yet Mike McGlinchey spent more time on his ass than I did. And like, and I. And by and, the way, Josh, 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 Niner fans are celebrating, but go ahead. No, but it's the truth. Yeah. He's awful. And you've signed him for five years, $87.5 million, because ESPN also doesn't watch Mike McGlinchey <laughs> for whatever reason. And they rated him as the best offense day. Anybody in the world could have told you that Mike McGlinchey was not this deserving. And you could have had Orlando Brown. That's the player to go get. He's out of the division, right? He would have You would have taken him from the Chiefs and put him on your team. And instead of that, you went after Mike McGlinchey. You deserve what you get, Broncos fans, for doing that. And the thing about it is, is that you follow it up with Ben Powers, who really is a good guard, right? He really is good. But the thing is, is that you're paying $12.9 million to Ben Powers, and he's not Quentin Nelson, and he's not Chris Lidstrom. He's a step down, right? Yeah. So even if I think he's good, which I do, right, Broncos fans? Like, I think he's a good signing. But even if I think he's good, you're paying him like he's an elite player and he yeah. just isn't like he's good but like you're like we're celebrating that signing and we're celebrating it because like it's 
we're celebrating it because he's a good player, even though you overpaid for him. Mm-hmm. You know, overpaid. Just like Zach Allen, who's also a signing of yours for $15 million a year, right? Zach mm-hmm. Allen, the same Zach Allen who couldn't beat out 30, who couldn't beat out 600-year-old J.J. Watt for a starting job. That one. That's pretty bad. And, and the, the worst part about it is, is that he signed for what one of your good players, Draymond Jones, signed for. It's the same goddamn contract. And you didn't sign Draymond Jones. What was the one good thing about your team last year? It was your defense. Yeah. And you let it go. You're just like, yeah, whatever. We don't need him. So, Josh, it's the combination of Joe Lombardi, which is the son of Mike Lombardi, um, you know, and, uh, you know, and uh, the D.C. is Ben Joseph. So, really quickly, just a really off the topic. And also, also, before before you answer, Josh, what do, to since Bronco fans are listening, where do you see the Broncos at? This is March 15. You can say on the Vince Size podcast show right now, here or now. Go ahead, go say what you have to say, and then go. Yeah. All right. Two things. First off, Broncos fans, no matter how bad I think you're going to be, the Raiders are going to be worse. Okay. So, like, all of this with a grain of salt. The grass is greener where you're at because you're not in a you're not in Las Vegas. Okay, so like all of my hysteria with like the understanding that the grass is greener on your side of the fence because you're not with the Las Vegas Raiders. That's fine. So that's number one. And number two, and this is a little bit of an off tangent. I don't care what Mike Lombardi says about your team. He's the worst analyst in the world of all the people in the NFL, of all of them, right? Of all the people you could listen to, Mike Lombardi is the worst, period. Yep. Okay. Worse than Eric. Um, oh fuck. The the Jets guy. I, I don't know his name, but the the, the former Jets coach. Um, oh, Rex Ryan. Yeah, worse than Rex Ryan. Um, worse than like any other ESPN analyst. Mike Lombardi is the dumbest, okay, of all of them. To say, hey, you know, is he a blue chip player or is he a white chip player? And to know that blue chip players are really, really good players. And how many blue chip players do you have? And to have that be your analysis is bullshit. Yeah. Like, it discounts, like, whether players improve. We know that they do. Like, it discounts whether, you know, players fit in a system. You know that they do. You know it, Broncos fans. But Mike Lombardi doesn't. So when he's praising your stupid team because his son is like the offensive coordinator, you just remember that the Vince Size podcast told you not to listen to Mike Lombardi, that he's a dumbass. Right? Yes, and like it's just the issue with the issue with the Broncos is that like you know what your strength is. Why are you fucking with it? You know you're good on defense. Don't lose the prime players on defense. Build the offense. Um, yeah, they're they're going to be third in the division because they are nowhere close to as good as the Los as the Los Angeles Chargers. Um, they're going to like the Los Angeles Chargers are the Seattle Seahawks of the AFC. No, I agree. Oh, wait, Josh, real quick before we move on to the Chargers. So, do you think the Broncos are going to trade the, one of those receivers? Who cares? Okay, okay, okay. I mean, they have to because the on, on both on both sides. You remember how, like, I, I started this podcast by saying, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't analyze this. Um, I didn't tell the story yet. 
I have never heard Vince Size shut up about anything. I, I can ask Vince Size a question on any topic whatsoever, and Vince yeah. will have an opinion. I asked him who won the Darren Waller trade um, between the Giants and Darren Waller, and I got straight crickets. The crickets outside my house would be envious of how quiet Vince got. <laughs> I've never heard him so quiet. Did you tell the audience about the Dirt Three Little Pigs story? Yeah. Yeah, like the three little pigs, right? Who would you? Oh, I'm gonna save it. For, I'm gonna save that joke for later. Uh, but yeah, like, okay. but but yeah, like the Giants are just—they're just dumb. They're dumb on a thousand different levels, and the Raiders are dumb on a thousand different oh, levels. Yeah, and that's why we couldn't figure out who the winner was going to be on that trade, yeah. right? And the reason I bring all of that up is because, yeah, the Denver Broncos will always have that to fall back. Yeah. On. Now, now, Josh, now. My my buddy, my big baby Johnson, he's a Charger fan, and yeah. you know, I mean, listen, they, they have the right GM, they can draft, and now finally they got Kevin Lamar as the OC. He's going to be better than the Joe Lombardi, so I'm oh, with you with oh. that. And I think the Chargers going to be second in the division. Oh, they could be first, depending on if they stay healthy. Obviously, Chargers going to stay healthy. Now, John, not, not John, Josh, um, what can you say to Charger fans to make them happy? I think they should be happy because they can draft. They can draft. Um, obviously they're looking for a tight end. Obviously they might get, they might get, um, you know, Dalton Schultz well, and the Cowboys and shit. And they can get Dalton Schultz and shit. I would love, man, oh man. Um, obviously the Austin Eckler situation. Now go ahead, go off Austin Eckler and jo- jo- Josh, do you have anything to say to be happy to, to make Charger fans happy? Well, we'll, we'll start with telling Chargers fans that their team is smart. Their team is good. Okay, G-O-O-D, good. Eric Kendricks is an upgrade over Kyle Van Noy. I know you don't like the Minnesota Vikings. I know. I don't like the Minnesota Vikings either. Eric Kendricks was arguably their second best player on that unit. Now, that unit sucked. But Eric Kendricks was arguably the best player after Zadarius Smith. He's an upgrade over Kyle Van Noy, over Eyebrows Van Noy. That's what I'm saying, Must. Keep going. Um, Trey Pipkins is a fantastic swing tackle. But you are in the same position that you were in at the beginning of free agency, at the end of last year, at every point in your history, which is that you need a right tackle to finish off that line. Here's the good news. There are tackles available in the draft, and you too can get yourself a tackle. Like, it's doable. You might even trade up for one. I wouldn't be shocked if the Chargers traded up to get a right tackle, and there are some tackles who are still available. Even more so, Charger fans, your team has not been rated in free agency. Bryce Callahan, the guy who I really like as your slot corner, mm-hmm. nobody's come anywhere close. I haven't seen any rumors regarding Bryce Callahan. Nasir Adley, I know you guys were really worried about, you know, him as a safety. Nobody's even touched him. And, like, I don't like DeAndre Carter, but I know you like DeAndre Carter. So, mm-hmm. like, dude, he's still out there. So is Jalen Guyton, right? And if those guys come back, then so fucking be it. You know, you still have Gerald Everett. Right, So you don't necessarily need Dalton Schultz. What you need is you need a right tackle. Yep. And what you really needed was an offensive coordinator. Now, I didn't think Joe Lombardi was going to be the offensive coordinator for the defensive Broncos. Um, I said it on this show that I thought that he would be cutting lines at my local Chipotle. And instead, he got the job at the Den- he got the job for the Denver Broncos offensive coordinator position. But you upgraded from Joe Lombardi to Kellen Moore. Quick, fast, fun fact. Every year that Kellen Moore has been the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys, they finished top four in offense. That's real. 
And now you're with Justin Herbert, imagine. Yeah, so imagine with Justin Herbert. You're going to be good on offense. You're going to be a lot better than you were. Um, The question is, are you good enough to catch the Chiefs? I have you as the Seattle Seahawks of the um, AFC West, and I also have you as the top wild card. I have you as the number five seed um, going into this year's upcoming playoffs, and that's with the AFC East getting Aaron Rodgers. Um, it, it brings us to everybody's favorite forgotten um, universe. And if you forget what division we have left, I won't be surprised. And I won't even remind you. We can end this podcast ignoring four teams in the NFL if you've forgotten. All four. We can ignore them as a group if you don't want to talk about them. <laughs> Why? Why? No, I want to talk about it because oh, bro, the Tennessee Niners – do you use the Niners? Come on, come on, John. Oh, Josh, come on. All right, we'll talk about them. Where do you want to go next? Do you want to go, go to Houston? Houston? First of all, shout out to the Miko Ryans, man. Yeah, okay. Bro, they are becoming the Houston Niners on deep well, on defense. Now, I, I listen, I think it's a lot they're getting Bryce Young. That's that's the market down. It's March 15th, mid-size, so I just know Bryce Young will be a Texan. Anyways, uh, I like their team right now, Josh. Um, obviously, they got Robert Woods. Obviously, they got Brendan Cooks. Hopefully, they just keep him. Um, I like their moves. I like the receivers. I like John Mechie. Thank God he's back. I mean, they got Tunsil. I like the defense now with um their linebacker. They got Christian Harris. Um, you got Jimmy Ward. Shout out to Jimmy Ward. Uh, Hassan Ridgeway. So the Texans are right on their way. And if Ridgeway's not over, I don't think they're done. And they still got the draft. If they do well in the draft, I think they can compete with the Jaguars. I know you don't agree with that, which is fine. Right. We both have different opinions. Even though I do think the Jaguars are the favorites, it should be, but I think Houston's close. But go ahead, Josh. What do you have to say to Texas fans? Because I think they're doing a damn good job. How about that? Okay. So you said a lot there. Yes, I did. And I'll agree with your end point, which is that they're doing a good job. Okay. That's where that's where that's where that's where I will come to. And okay. because Vince believes in you, and because Vince has given you so many things to be happy about, I'll start out by saying that. The only player that you've signed for more than $10 million a year is Sheldon Rankins. And that's a one-year deal at 10.5. That's fine. One-year deals are always good. Because if they suck, well, then you're just done with them. Right. Right? And nobody that you've signed has an AAV, an annual value of more than $10 million, except for Sheldon Rankins. Mm -hmm. All right. So now time to be mean. Robert Woods has sucked for a long time. Uh, yeah. A very long time. He sucked when he was with the Los Angeles Rams. He sucked so bad that the Rams replaced him with Alvin Robinson. <laughs> That's how bad Robert Woods sucked, right? <laughs> like, Noah Brown was good for the Dallas. You heard me mention him earlier. He was good for the Dallas Cowboys. And he's going to have to play behind Robert Woods because we just don't know whether Robert Woods is better or worse than Noah Brown. You know, Brandon Cooks is back, but he wants to leave, at least until um, things settle down. I love the Mike Boone signing. I actually think Mike Boone is a great backup for Damian Pierce. Um, But there are rumors that they're going to trade Laramie Tunzel. I I already told you that I don't like Oko Ronquo. Um, But again, it's like it's $6.3 million. Like, how upset are you really going to be? Exactly. You know, Hassan Ridgeway, like, I don't think that he's great. But again, like, how upset are you going to be? It's $3.25 million, right? Um, You know that I think that Jimmy Ward is great. 
You know, I, I, I just, know. Yeah. I, I'm just, I'm not there with Jimmy Ward anymore. I think that he's over the hill, but Hey, if the hill leads to Houston, you know, there are worse places to find yourself. <laughs> and, you know, ultimately the best part about what Houston has done is they've gotten out of the Philip Dorsett business. Yes, they have. Yes, they have. With with the Las Vegas Raiders, what a surprise! The Las Vegas Raiders. You know how one man's trash is another man's treasure. Remember that yes. thing, right? Well, in the Houston Texans case, one man's trash, one team's trash is another team's trash. Oh and lo and behold, that trash's name is Philip Dorsett. All right. Now, the only team that has sucked more than the than. Well, you know, you know, you're right. I should, I shouldn't like be as upset with the Houston Texans. I still think that the Texans have done a good job in free agency so mm-hmm. far. So much, they need so much. I mean, they don't need as much as the Tennessee Titans. Okay, but, well, you know what? We'll get to that. By the way, the Tennessee Niners. By the way, they signed Brusco, Brusco, Daniel Brusco, good signing. They also saw Andre Dillard. I mean, I mean, Josh, they are getting there. I'm not saying they're going to be good this year. No, but you but 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 but. <laughs> Remember, their GM came from the Niners, and they're copying the Niners pretty much, which I love, by the way, which is why they're going to get rid of 28-year-old Derrick Henry. You know, if they draft well, which I expect them to because with their GM, um, I like the linebacker they got. I see how Al Shair, he was great with the Niners. So, obviously, they signed Arden Kia, four-year deal. I like it. People forget their D-line was great before before Harold Landry got, got injured. So, obviously, we love their D-line. That's not saying much. Um the real question is, the question is, what's going to happen to Ryan Tannehill? Because obviously, Josh, they are in the full rebuild, right? So what can you say to Tennessee Titans fans? Because I think I think they should be happy with their GM because I think we should call them the Tennessee Niners because they're signing Niners players, but you can't blame the GM because he came from San Francisco. There you go. So, Josh, should Titans fans be, be, be get ready to be happy in their future? They're Niners backups. Settle down, man. They're Niners backup. Oh my god! S- settle down. They're, they're Niners backup. I challenge you to name the number two wide receiver on the Tennessee Titans, right? Like off the top of your head. Don't look. Size? No, a boy. That's a boy. And you know what? The no, only- no, no, I know. Trevon Burks, obviously, right? That's um, fun. And and. Okay, good point. But okay. <laughs> Name anybody. <laughs> You're right. One's Reggie Robertson Jr. and then Kyle Phillips. Well, Kyle Phillips is not bad. You Only it. because you looked. You didn't know those names off the top of your head. <laughs> they, they, suck. they suck bad. They didn't get a Titans tight end. Um, and I play fantasy football. I know who he is. Um, That's right. It's Frank Swain, and you shouldn't know. You're a better person for not knowing it, Vince. You're a better person for not knowing the answer to the question. Bro, like, you look in the mirror tonight, right? You look at the tonight and you say, what have I done that is positive in my life? You're going to be able to say, I didn't know who the Tennessee Titans type. That's how bad the GM was. That's how bad it was the GM was. John Robinson. So, Josh... You, is it this though? The time deserve the three little pig story, real quick. They do deserve the little the three little pig story. Um, so there was a house built out of. <laughs> I need to build up to it, man. I'm gonna save it for a different podcast. I don't have the teams that I 
You know what? We'll do it on the Indianapolis Colts story. We'll okay, do it. Okay, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, just for the record, to finish up on the Titans, I I don't think anybody's good. I don't think anything they've done oh is good. I, I think literally everything they've done is gonna is gonna fail. Oh my but god. RG had, had a good year last year, but like they signed into too much money. Like, okay, how's this, Josh? How's this, Josh? How's this? Jesus Christ. How's this, Josh? How's this? Is their D line better than last year? I say yes. No. What? Arden Key? One year older. Okay, 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 okay. All um, it is older. All it is is older. That's okay. my answer to that question. Okay. Are they okay, better? No, they're older, right? Yeah. Um, and while we're talking about teams that are getting older, okay. right, we can talk about the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, right? so Josh, Josh will be, I got my boy Chris. He's a coach, like he does coach content. Okay, I got a lot of coach fans when this to the show. So, Josh, can you make Colts fans happy? Yes, I can make Colts fans. Okay, go ahead. There was a, there's a wonderful story out there about the three little pigs and, and how, you know, one team, one pig built their house out of bricks and, and one pig built their house out of wood and one pig built their house out of straw. Which house do you think um, is, if, which house do you think is the one that is going to be least supported? Um, the brick one, the wood one, the straw one, or whatever Chris Ballard is doing to the Indianapolis Colts. The straw? The straw? Yeah, I don't think so. I think it's the Chris Ballard story. Um, like, Samson Ekubom, for God's sake, dude. Like, he wasn't even the starter. No, he wasn't. And you signed him for three years, $24 million. I'm going to read you Ebucom's stance right now. Okay, right now we're going to sit here talking. First off, he's a fourth-round pick. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and he started 13 games last year. Okay, yeah. he started 13, 13 games last year, and that, in theory, is is pretty good. Um, he had five sacks total, 36 tackles, mm. and one forced fumble. Mm. Somehow, the Colts were like, you know what? That's the guy that we want next to Quiddy Pay. Not Yannick and Gakwe. We want this guy. Unbelievable. And he's 27. And, yeah. he sign, and when I say, like, and this is the guy, right? Yeah. Like, we're talking three years. Like, you're like, oh, well, what? Oh, come on, Josh. Are you just being harsh to just be harsh? No, no, <laughs> no. Like, Yannick and Gakwe is still out there. Yeah. Right? And you're like, oh, but surely he wants more. No. Samson Ekubom signed for three years, $24 million with 11.2 guaranteed yeah. in the very first year. Yeah. No matter what. Right? And also, Josh, I think, I feel like their biggest need is they need a receiver too, bro, badly. They're wrong. No, 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 no. What they thought their biggest need was, was kicker Matt Gay. $22.5 million. What the fuck? What is going on here? I know. You're wrong, dude. That's not what they thought their biggest need was. Their big need that they thought they needed was Matt Gay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. The and, you know, if you, want, if you want, like, to really understand the Matt Gay situation, just know that he signed for half of what Bobby Okariki left for from Indianapolis to the New York Giants. Oh, my but, God. Oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, the thing about it is, right, is that you had Yannick Ngakwe just last year, yeah. right? Like, figure it out, dude. Be like, look, we've got $8 million that we're going to – we have $24 million. We are going to sign some somebody 
for eight, for $24 million. We would like to do for the very first year, we would like to do, um, we would like to give you 11.2 mm -hmm. and like, Yannick, look at the free agency market right now. This is where you're going to fall, man. You're not going to get $20 million a year as a defensive end, Yannick. You're just not that good. Look at what Amenahue signed for. He signed for two years, $16 million. Yeah, jeez, yeah. And, like, instead, you go the extra year and the extra $3 million for Samson Ed, Samson Ebicom. Yeah. You know, the backup. Yeah. The backup. Ugh. So stupid. Yeah. Right? Oh, no, Josh. Well, no, here we go. The last team now. Well, did, can Jaguars fans be happy about their future with Kyle Rarely? Yeah, here see, that's, and this, this goes to show you, right, this entire show, up until we got to the Jazz. Oh, yeah. Back, oh, yeah. We saved the best thing for last. So, this yeah. entire show, this is the most important thing to remember if you are a listener of the Good Size Podcast, which you should be every Tuesday when I come on. This is the most important thing to remember. I have been doing the transitions this entire time, right? And Vince got so bored of talking about the Colts that he finally jumped in and was like, you know what? I, I just, I got to get us off this topic. We, we got to get off the Colts. <laughs> well, that's, part, that's part of the reason. But also, by the way, but I know you're going to say, oh, but the Giants, by the way, Giants made the Kenny Galladay release official. No June first oh. designation, designation, whatever on the oh, release. So they are taking official. They're taking all the cap hits this year. The move saves them six point seven million on their this year's cap. Look at that. Congrats to the Giants. Anyways, anyways, so Josh, you, so should Jaguars fans be happy about their future right now? What free agency? By the way, how free agency is going? Well. They shouldn't be, but they should also ask themselves, like, what does it really matter? Right. Um, the Jaguars can do something that no other division, I think I'm right in saying this, yeah, no other division in the AFC can play the game that the Jaguars can play. Um, and this is important because last year that team was Buffalo, and we saw how that worked out for the Buffalo Bills. Um, and before that, it was the New England Patriots. There's a game I like to play called One of These Names Doesn't Belong. I like to play it in a corner, right? And, you know, one of these names doesn't belong. And in Jaguars' case, you can look at that division, and you can assume the best, by the way. You can assume the best. You can assume um, that Ryan Tannehill comes back, right? And you can say Ryan Tannehill is game number one. Um Shit, I don't even know who the Houston Texans starting quarterback is right now. It's going to be Bryce Young, but go ahead. No, not who it's going to be, who it is. <laughs> so right now, Davis Mills, but go ahead. All right, that's fine. Ryan Tannehill, Davis Mills, and um, shit, who's the backup in? Oh, Sam Ellinger. Okay, Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> Sam Ellinger, Davis Mills, and Trevor Lawrence. One of those names doesn't belong. And that game. Can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah, which which Sam is, which is. Oh, 77, Sam Ellinger? Yeah, no, it's not Sam Ellinger. It's Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence is the one that doesn't belong. And how do you know? Because Trevor Lawrence doesn't suck. Trevor Lawrence is good. Trevor Lawrence knows what he's doing. Now he may not always do the right thing, but at least he knows what he's doing. Oh, I thought you asked. I thought you asked who was the worst quarterback. No, I no, I said, I, yeah. no, no, no. We were just playing a game called "One of These Names Doesn't Belong with the Other Three. Oh, okay, okay. That, that's Trevor. Okay. And that's Trevor, well, now, right? Josh, Josh. If we're, if we're playing the worst, that's Sam Ellinger. No, no, no. We're not playing the worst. We're playing one of these names doesn't belong with the others, and that name. 
is Trevor Lawrence. And by the way, if the if, hell, if the Colts end up with Will Levis and the Texans <laughs> end up with Bryce Young, that game will still be true. Oh, really? Okay. Bryce Young, Will Levis, and Davis, well, not Davis Mills, Bryce Young, <laughs> Will Levis, and Ryan Tannehill, and Trevor Lawrence. One of those names doesn't belong with the other three. And it's still Trevor Lawrence. And the bottom line is the Jaguars fans can take solace in this because they have the one quarterback who is on the ascent and is proven at the same time, right? And they play in a division that is, I mean, I gave you the three little pig story about the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> and like, it's the real, it's the real truth. I mean, the Indianapolis Colts are good and proper bad, right? So, they, so, so, so where are the Colts? The Bricks, where are the Colts? You know that I'm a Celtics fan, Vince. Yeah. And I still couldn't get past the idea of spending an extra 15 minutes while the Celtics are playing. The game's already started. While the Celtics were playing, I still had to bitch about the Indianapolis Colts for 15 minutes. <laughs> That's how bad the Indianapolis Colts are. I think I love the Celtics to bitch about how bad the Indianapolis Colts are. To finish up on the Jaguars, it may not be like, look, the free agency isn't going fantastically because you lost Arden Key and you lost Jawan Taylor. Now, either Jawan Taylor was ascending or he wasn't. It's one or the other, right? I happen to think that he was ascending, but whatever. You didn't want to pay him four years, $80 million. You still have Christian Kirk. You still have Travis Etienne. Like, you're good offensively, and you're significant. And you have Kevin Ridley, but keep going. Well, you're significantly better than anything the rest of the division is packing. You're right. You're right. You're not not lying. They have the best three receivers in the division. So, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're significantly better than all of the other teams. Now, you don't have the other best players, right? In theory, Jonathan Taylor and Michael Pittman – are better than anything you're packing, right? In theory, Derrick Henry is arguably the best running back. But the rumor is that Derrick Henry isn't even going to be there for much longer. So, like, you're getting six wins at the beginning of the year, which Mm -hmm. the 49ers can't say, and it's something that the Kansas City Chiefs can't say. Mm -hmm. But the 49ers still have Seattle to worry about. Kansas City still has um, Los Angeles Chargers to worry about. But – you as as Jaguar fans can be like, you know what? We're getting six wins to begin the year because we have the shittiest division in all of professional. Well, the, like it's us and it's the NFC South, right? And like we're playing the we're we're playing the worst division, so we're going to the playoffs. That's going to happen. Now the question is, what can we do when we get there? And you know what you did last year, the second round. But hey, you won a division. And you want it before the season even started. So Jaguars fans, be happy. Damn. Wow. How's that for a conclusion? We had pretty a big good, pretty good. But by the way, by the way, um, breaking news kind of. So San Francisco made a call to per source. Oh my, I was just told that the San Francisco Niners are one of the teams who have reached out to Darius Slay. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they get Darius Slay, then I mean, like, right? Isn't it the bet? So, all right, we have to finish this up because I, I, have, I, know, I, know, I, know. I have to take a break. But isn't that the bet? Oh, yeah. You know what, Josh? I mean, this was a great show. Josh, t- well. Well, no, well, before we do that, I mean, isn't that the bet that we're making, right? Yeah. The idea is the, the bet that the Kansas City Chiefs are making is that it doesn't matter what you have anywhere else on the board as long as we protect Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes, we're going to win the Super Bowl. And if you're the 49ers, you're going to argue that bet. 
Because with Darius Slay opposite Tredavious Ward, opposite um, Fred, like Lenore as your third cornerback, opposite um, Ufanga, opposite Gibson, like, <laughs> I mean, I, I appreciate that you have Juju Smith-Schuster. That's very cute. You're not going to end up completing any passes. Our cornerbacks are better than your receivers, assuming we're all healthy. Uh, by the way, I don't even know who the – who like, I get it that you have Sky Moore. Like, that's funny. Like, we're going to – he's never going to catch a pass. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Yeah. Like, you better do it with Travis Kelsey. And I'll tell you something else about that, right? You have the one player in the NFL who I – well, there are two players in the NFL who I would trust to, tr- to cover Travis Kelsey. One of them is um, Derwin James. Yep. The other is Fred Warner. And that's it. That's the list. So I'm not worried, I guess is my point. Yeah, you're right. So, so, All with, right. That being said, so with that being said, Josh, tell everybody social media because this was uh, a great show. So on Twitter, it's going to be JB Fortis whenever I get back to it. Yeah. I had a break because of some work problems. Um, but you can follow me here on the Vince Size Podcast. And I also have a podcast that I'm working on with Jonathan Jordan called the J&J Podcast. Um, we're, we just talk about the NBA. Um, this is my NFL guide. I talked to Vince about that. Of course, of course. You guys can follow me at Respectable Bing, and obviously at Vince Size 824. Josh, we'll be back, obviously, this upcoming Tuesday, so we'll probably have some more news. Josh, Josh will be a happy early birthday. Enjoy your birthday tomorrow, and we'll see if we get some more news. Obviously, we'll get some more news. We'll see where Odell goes, and we'll see if, you know, if Aaron Rodgers goes to our darker retreat again. We'll see. All right. Talk to you later, Bell. Peace out, my man. Peace. Bye-bye.